everybody. I need somebody to talk about my holes with. I can fix that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Backtrack, everybody. I'm joined by, once again, my no good, dirty, rotten, pig stealing, great great grandfather, uh, best friend, Julian Alvarez. <laughs> That's <laughs> me. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Awesome. Good to be back. I'm glad you're back. Uh, we're finishing off another episode today the 2003 classic, mm-hmm. Disney classic. It is Hole. a Disney classic. Holes. Yeah. yeah. And to start us off here, Holes is one of those movies where you say it, but people don't remember it, but it's like, oh, yeah, the movie where they're in the desert digging holes. See, I, I didn't have that problem. Anytime I talk about holes, everyone knew what I was talking about. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, maybe it's just me. <laughs> what, have you been in a hole? I, I probably, I've been living <laughs> under a hole, obviously, especially now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like heavyweights, right? It's yeah. kind of like a forgotten classic because, like, I remember it's more more than heavyweights though because people actually knew about it. Yeah, yeah. people knew about holes, but I remember it being popular too. Yeah, everyone was singing that that song. It, it personally, it, it, bond, bond. yeah, and it <laughs> fucking annoys me. <laughs> it irritates me, but everyone was singing. Oh, that it. that song is awesome, dude! I love that song. It, 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 I was bopping to it. Fucking it annoys. Oh, it's annoying. Um, everyone kind of forgot about it. It feels like it feels like it came out and it was popular when we were kids, and then every kind of yeah, just, like a one hit wonder kind of thing. Yeah, it kind yeah. of just went away. Yeah. Because it was Shia LaBeouf's, you know, one of his starring first, mo- first, one movies. Of his first one, movies. One of his first, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of what got him popular, and he kind of brought that whole movie popular because it's Disney ch- fame with Even Stevens. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I haven't seen it in years. It's been way over a decade since I've even seen this. I yeah. never owned it, you know. No, I, I always saw it on Disney Channel. Yeah, I watched it on Disney Plus. It just came out, and it was on Disney Channel a lot, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Upon rewatch, you know, it was, it was way different than I expected. Well, basically, if you don't know, Holes is like, is this movie where it's kind of set in a juvenile prison type thing, but there's also a mystery about an Old West treasure hunt type yep, thing. Yep. And there's a lot of twists and turns and intrigue that kind of goes yeah. along the way. There's a lot of flashbacks and it connects to the present, goes back to the past and stuff yeah, like and that. Yeah, and as a kid, I remember because of those flashbacks and things and uh-huh. kind of cutting back and forth, like every minute uh, for weird parts, like the editing, it cuts back and forth. And I remember not really understanding it because it goes like the slow-mo right i think it's like visions and it's like hard to understand like what's going on i think if you're coming into it in the middle of the movie it would definitely confuse you because you have all those flashbacks like you have all those references and i think maybe if it's the first time you're thinking like oh is this like his flashback is this his memory his parents like but it's no one's it's just a it's just just random yeah yeah it's like a relation to what to what they're talking about so in terms of that critique it would be like it's kind of hard to follow who's who i was trying to figure it out but Overall, it's super. This movie is super unique. I I love this movie. It's really good. I can't even think of comparing it to another movie. I'm like, it's not really like any other movie. It's very. It's unique. like a hybrid of a coming of age movie with a little mid, like a little old west. Yeah. And um, and a little like mystery. Yeah. It's yeah. Cool. It's all cool. It's yeah. all cool, unique things that aren't really done. And Disney made it. Yeah. And it's. It's kind of like those. Do you remember those books, those treehouse books with the kids that, that go back in time, or where they read the scrolls, they go back in oh, time. Yeah. And those, what, what were those, they called? Magic treehouse. Magic treehouse. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe it was. Maybe? Ma- yeah. Yeah. But they would like solve mysteries or solve crimes or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's it was like the like brother that. sister, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's kind of like that. It kind of has like that kind of feel. Why it's did like that, a child mystery. Why did they ever have a movie? I don't know. <laughs> My favorite one. I we would, didn't write the. We didn't write the script for that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's our next movie. <laughs> But I would always, always check out the one about when they go back to Rome, when, Rome. The, when the volcano explodes in Pompeii. I remember the one where they in, when they went back to the San Francisco earthquake, and then they had one for like the Revolutionary War and Civil War too. Right, right. And I, I remember liking those, but I haven't. 
obviously read it in years. Like, I don't have it. I don't have it on my bookshelf. Like, oh, let's read Magic yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's like dozens of those ones. There's a though. lot. Yeah. yeah there's like, um, I want to say there's at least like seventy something of those. But anyways, back to holes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to compare it to anything else that's already existing. You know? It's, yeah, it's its own kind of. It's a thing. thing, and yeah. I, I, I dug it. No pun yeah. intended, you know. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, if we're gonna get into spoilers of the movie now at this point, but yeah. if you haven't seen it, it's on Disney Plus. You can go give it a rewatch. It's it's quite enjoyable. I think kids will like it as well if you have young kids. Yeah. Um. I there is adult jokes. I think, and we'll get into it when we go over the adult recap references because I think there's a way more sexual innuendos that I was expecting. I'm like, really? I was like, whoa, okay. Oh, okay. Maybe they went over my head. But I was picking up a lot of them. like, oh, okay. That seems a, uh, it was really, I was like, all right, this seems a little adult. Then I remember. Right. There, yeah. Okay. Well, inv- let's get and into violent. It. And yeah. Then, yeah. Let's get into it. And then, cause I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe well, I missed them. Uh, there's multiple. So yeah. we'll get into it. But uh, yeah. So let's get into the, uh, the recap of the movie. So all right. it opens up with the, Almost iconic song of Dig It Up on Non Diggity. Yeah. Whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, it opens with the song. It's the cast member singing it. It's the cast member singing yeah. it. That's so cool. Like, uh-huh. Can you imagine starring in a movie? Like, oh, yeah, you're also going to sing the theme well, song. And Heavyweights had that too at the end. Did it really? During the credit scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. But see, Heavyweights is a game changer. No one knows about it. Holes, you know, yeah. just stole Heavyweights' of thunder. Yeah. That. Heavyweights walk so Holes could run. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the cast does actually a good job. I think it's a good bop. I think mm-hmm. it's really good. It's catchy. It's a close contender to the uh, the Spy Kids Isle of Dreams song, Ooh. but not not up there yet. Okay. You know, Spy Kids is still, you know, up, up there. God tier. <laughs> God tier. S tier. <laughs> but. Yeah, so we hear the song like "Dig It Up on Diggity." It's probably on. Is that really the name of the song? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They just keep repeating that. But yeah, we see like juveniles digging holes in the desert, all wearing like orange jumpsuits. You're thinking like, what? What could be going on here? Instead of breaking rocks, they're digging holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We see one kid getting a little too close to a rattlesnake, and he's like, you you hear the rattlesnake. Oh, was a rattlesnake. Yeah, and you find out his name's Barfbag. All the kids are calling him Barfbag. Yeah, that's his nickname. Uh, And he lets himself get big and effectively committing suicide. Like that's a that's a dark opening because he uh, he starts to go delirious because of the heat, and then he's sick of being there, and so he's like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'm gonna die." And then they're like, "No, no, no, don't do it." Yeah, Yeah. he's like, "Don't do it, Barfbag. You you can live. You have stuff to live for," kind of thing. And he just and he gets bit, and then it fades out. It's it's dark. That's a really dark opening. Wow. A Disney movie like wow. that's already pretty violent. You have yeah. a, you're, uh, one of the characters committing suicide. But yeah, so after this, we get it cuts back to the, like the city, and right. we get introduced to uh, Shia LaBeouf, our main character, playing right. Stanley Caveman Yelnats the Fourth. It's basically like through narration you find out that he's always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, uh, and that's when he gets hit by a pair of shoes falling from the sky. Seemingly, mm-hmm. yeah, the red X's on the side. And the, he's like, "Where the heck do these come from?" But he, before he even has time to like think about it, the cops pull up on him. Uh, and they're not listening to anything he's saying. He's like, "I don't know where these came from," kind of thing. So they ca- they take him, arrest him, they take him right. back to his house where we meet the rest of his family, Stanley's yeah. family. And they don't even like ask to come in. They just pff, they just come in. They just yeah. start taking pictures of random stuff. Yep. They start you know they just start just giving evidence and the, sacking the, their apartment. Which, to be fair, is like the the you meet his family, right? Yeah. You meet his father, played by Henry Winkler, who is the Fonz. You know, hey, you know. From oh, ha- that's him. Ha- happy days. Yeah. Oh. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Him, and yeah. His mom, yep. and then his grandfather, the Stan, the, his, yeah, his his grand- dad's yeah. his dad's dad. And his dad's dad, he's like, you don't need to say anything. Yeah, they he's the they only here sensible that one yeah. in that scene. He's like, don't say nothing. Don't tell him. Don't give them nothing. But Stanley, you know, the fourth, he's just like, yeah, I did. He's just telling the truth. And his mom even says something like, oh, we just got to tell him the truth kind of thing. Right. And I think the, the grandpa does say something like, 
don't say nothing unless we have a lawyer. And he's just like, yep, yep. we have the right to remain silent. Kind yep. of thing. Like, don't he's say the anything. only one. Yeah, he's the only one that knows to shut the fuck up when the police show up. But it doesn't matter. The police are taking pictures, yeah. doing things. And we don't really know what's going on at this point. But they just kick in the door and just start doing their business. Yeah. So yeah. like, so at the beginning, it's kind of what I've said. Like, I already feel kind of lost. Like, I, I know they explain it later on, but I feel like they cut back to it a lot, and it's okay. kind of like it's kind of hard to follow. Um, we find out that Dad's like an inventor. Uh-huh. He's got like a bunch of like old shoes he's laying in the inventor. house. Yeah, yeah, he's a failed inventor trying to find the invention to remove the nasty foot odor from shoes, basically. Right. But we find out that there's this 150 year old curse on the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all because of their no good, dirty, rotten, pig stealing great great grandfather. Uh, and then the mom's like, There's no curse on this family. And then his dad's like, There's a curse on the men in this family. It's <laughs> 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 a good line. But what is the curse? We don't know. We'll have to find out later because he gets taken to court yeah. basically the next day. He's just guilty right away. The judge yeah. didn't even give him a chance. Yeah, you know? he didn't even defend himself. He didn't say anything, yeah. nothing. He was like, oh, you're, like, you're, you're you guilty. Get, you have two options. You either can go to Camp Green Lake or jail, basically. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I guess I've never been to camp. I guess I'm going to camp. And he's like, yeah. all right, cool. 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Damn. And they just, they just whisk him off to camp, like, right away. Uh, who, who, who sent his a juvenile to a year and a half? Rough. Th- that's a long time. For stealing shoes. Yeah. Usually, that's just a slap on the wrist. You'd think, but I guess in a special case. <laughs> a year and a half. A year and a half. Brutal. Like, you don't even go to prison for that, that short of time. And he's under 18. He's a yeah. high school kid, right? He's like, he's yeah, got to be like a freshman. He's right? got to be at yeah. least a freshman, yeah. yeah. He's no older than like sophomore year. 18 a year months. And a half. 18 months out of Camp Green Lake, which. Which, which we, we find out is like cruel and unusual punishment. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's torture, yeah. So we think it's a camp, but. For it's like not, a 14 year old? Yeah. Yeah, it's not even really a camp. No. And I guess the reason why they're able to get away with this kind of thing is because in terms of like the law, like the law, the system of the law, right. it's like, oh, they're out of sight, out of mind. We don't even have to much. think about them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And no one's going to believe them when they come back if they tell anything. You know, yeah. like, oh, we had to dig this. Like, oh, yeah, you had to dig holes. Yeah, good for you. Dig holes. You builds be, character. You builds character. Exactly. <laughs> Digging holes builds Digging character. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of brutal, and we see him going out there to Camp Green Lake, which is what we saw at the beginning. Yeah, we see it's just a—it's honestly just a bunch of shacks and tents. Yeah, surrounded by holes, yeah. going miles and miles out into the middle of the desert. Uh, the kids are, you know, wearing the orange jumpsuit like they're prisoners. Yeah. Uh, there's no lake at Camp Green Lake. There's no guard towers. There's no fences, etc. And the reason being is because it's the only water for a hundred miles. So the kids want to run away, so be it. But the buzzards are going to eat you. Kind of. That's thing. what uh, Mr. Sir says. And that's who we meet right now. <laughs> we Mr. Sir. Introduced to Mr. Sir. <laughs> Played by John Voight. Uh, what what do you make of Mr. Sir? I love Mr. Sir. He, he's <laughs> such a funny character. Like you, he's both funny, like as a as a character, and funny to laugh at. Is he like the head guard? He's you, like the him? head of security, or maybe, or yeah. like the le- yeah. So you don't really. I don't really know. No one. I don't think he even thinks he says what his title is yeah he's he's like enjoyably cruel like enjoys being so mean to these kids oh yeah just like oh, i want to torture them so bad it's fun for a bad guy yeah Yeah. it's like he wouldn't rather do nothing else to be out in this desert and just torturing them well i mean think about it you get paid what some bogus salary you get a shack over your house you get food and everything and all you got to do is push around a couple of teenagers yeah but you can't do anything like that's your days that's your your whole week there's no weekends oh yeah he he has he loves what he does It's just like enjoyably so dark. He's, he's sadistic. Yeah, he's sadistic. He's a mean, sadistic guy for sure. Uh, we see him, you know, eating sunflower seeds, and he's just yep. like because he quit smoking. He, yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's smoking. Look, they're smoking in a Disney movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like some darker, yeah. darker stuff in there. Stan, he's telling Stanley like kind of the rules of what's going on. Yeah. He's like, "You thirsty, Stanley?" You know, and he's like, "Oh yes, Mister Sir." He's like, "Well, you better get used to being thirsty. You're gonna be here the next." And he Thursday tells him good because you better get used to it. <laughs> 
going to be thirsty <laughs> the next 18 months. Uh, and he keeps like, he always compares the, the boys to like Girl Scouts or kindergartners oh, yeah, yeah. or whatever to else. Like, them I'm going to put the hurt on you girls kind yeah. of thing. You know, he's yeah. just always like, uh, like sexist, like yelling at yeah. them kind of thing. Yeah. It's so. <laughs> These were simpler times. <laughs> but it's funny though. I, it's funny. It's yeah. just like, oh, you're such a bad guy. Yeah. I like it. Uh, he gives Stanley a tour of the camp. He gives some exposition about yeah. the camp. Uh, basically what Stanley's duties are going to be responsibility wise. Like he's going to be digging a hole five by five, the length of your shovel each way. There's local wildlife like rattlesnakes yeah. and like, Oh, you usually live from rattlesnake bite. But of course there's the deadly yellow spotted lizards. Uh, deadly yep. yellow spotted lizards. If you get by one of them, you always die a slow, painful death. But the one death that we do see from this is not slow and painful. True. That's later on. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's later on. But uh-huh. that could be just in terms of interpretation. Yeah. We'll get into it. Yeah. But, uh, that's morbid. Yeah. That's morbid. Like, oh, there's there's other things out here that if you get bit, you will die. Yeah. There's, no, there's no no one can help you. We're well, way too far away from anybody to help you. I think that's to, like, really paint the picture of how cruel this place is. Oh, because, yeah. I mean, he even says, there's no guard towers. There's no fences. He's yeah. like, you can run. He's like, but you ain't going to make it because yeah. all there is is desert. He also shows him the gun, too. He's like, oh, this oh, gun's not even for you. I wouldn't waste a bullet on you. Yeah. <laughs> gosh <laughs> he's such a jackass but we also we also meet with uh stanley's counselor dr pendansky counselor dr pendansky he's played by tim blake nelson mm-hmm. who is the same guy from heavyweights in camp who got like he's the camp hope consultant kind of thing okay they got jerry to go to camp for those of you who listen to the heavyweights episode yeah yeah uh so he's two he's in two camp movies that's a little that's the record right there yeah, right? there you yeah. go what what do you think of uh, dr pendansky what's your take on him he um i think one of his intro scenes is he he introduces the other people in Stanley's tent or, or shack or whatever. Cabin, yeah. Yeah, cabin. There you go. And uh, he calls them by their first their first birth name, right? Their first name. And they all they all get pissed off and they're like, No, my name's my nickname, uh, you know, barf bag, x ray, whoever. And for me, like I did study psychology. I'm like, Well, that's how they identify, that's how they like to be called. Like he's purposely doing it oh yeah he's doing it on purpose to aggravate them to yeah. piss them off like your focus as a therapist should be to build a connection with them so if that means you call them by their nickname then call them by their nickname from right right off the bat i was like this guy's scum this guy yeah this guy's just not feel right he's interesting because he he kind of seems like he's putting himself as the good cop to mr sir's bad cop, right, right 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 but he's also kind of two-faced in a way because he's always kind of like Oh, Stanley, I respect you. Even though you're a bad kid and done bad things, you know, that yeah. doesn't make you a bad kid kind of thing. But he's also very Ned Flandersy. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, hi, Diddley. You know, it should be no labor to be nice to your neighbor, you know, yeah. kind of, kind of stuff like that. <laughs> but he, but like you said, he calls the kids by their actual names and not their nicknames. Right. Uh, and I guess because he wants to give them to their whatever, like right. that's his stance. But he also has like a facade of niceties because like when you watch the movie, he's always like, oh, why don't you – do this. He's always trying to like push like a little like devil on your shoulder type of thing. Right, right. And he's always trying to like pick at people's like I don't know their insecurities, their weaknesses. Their weaknesses. And, yeah. He's always just trying to like pu- he's always a bu- he's a button pusher. Yeah, you know? there you go. He's always trying to do stuff. So he's like, oh, this guy's like opposite Mr. Sir. He's trying to be nice, but like he's definitely pushing buttons, getting people pissed off, and right. he and he's enjoying that as well. Right. So you can tell like after the first few scenes, you're like is this guy a bad guy? But like you start to you see start it. to see he really he's is like, a bad oh, guy. He's like he doesn't care. Yeah. You know? He's like evil too. Yeah. Which is almost worse than Mr. Sir. Yeah. He's like, you know? Because at least Mr. Sir, he tells you, like, I'm a jackass. Yeah, I hate you. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I, that's what I kind of got from him. I'm like, yeah. oh, this guy's, like, a little more twisted. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, man. That's kind of – you got two horrible people, like, running this camp. <laughs> you first few people to meet there right away. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like you said, we do meet the other the other kids in this cabin. They all go by their nicknames. There's Armpit, yep. uh, X-Ray, mm-hmm. Zigzag, Magnet, Squid, and then, of course, Zero. 
who doesn't speak. Everybody else kind of speaks and gives yeah, Stanley a hard no time. No one's ever spoken to Zero before. Yeah. And no one's well, ever heard him speak. Well, Zero hasn't spoken to anybody. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't speak to anyone. He doesn't talk. He, he's like, oh, you're above it all, Zero? Or he's like, he's too dumb to talk, basically, yeah. is what everyone thinks. Well, that's what the doctor says is that he, he the reason why his name is Zero is because there's zero things going on yep, in his he, head. There's he, nothing in there. Yep, he, he says it blatantly to his face, yeah. too. He just like yep. doesn't care. He's just being mean to him. Uh, but that's basically our, our group of our core group, our cabin yep. group, which we kind of got in heavyweights as well. But it's kind of opposite of this to where they – because they all give Stanley a hard time because he's like the new kid. Right. And later on, they still push him around. They're still like, right. oh, why don't you do this? You he's know, still like, at the bottom of the totem pole. Bottom, he's like – he's kind of their bitch, right? Yeah. But he's also at the same time, they have like this sort of like – you're in our cabin. You're yeah. if you mess with him, you're dealing with all of us, kind of thing. Right, right. Which is interesting, like kind of to I think, establish. And that's the thing. I think like these, they did really well at establishing that these these kids are still kids at the end of the day. You know, yeah, they they've done some sort of crime or whatever, but they still care about their you know friends or friend group or peers or whatever. And that's why you feel a connection with the entire group is because you're like, oh, like there there are those people who are like, yeah, they're fucking assholes, but they're still those yeah, are assholes. Yeah, or or it's more or more like uh like. Oh, he's a bitch, but he's our bitch. You're yeah. not messing with him. You know, yeah. kind of thing. Like, oh, we only we're the only ones who get to mess with him. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's a little like protective, like a family thing. And family thing. Yeah. yeah. Even though he has like he gets picked on nonstop. Right. You know, yeah. He's forced to do things. He, it's just that's kind of how it is. It's like that's an interesting yeah. dynamic to put for your characters or whatever. Uh, what do you make of the group? Do you like them? Like majority of them? Like um, a majority of them, I do like because you learn to like Zero as, as you go on. Um, armpit, he starts off really douchey, but then he, then you start to learn like he, he's just kind of like dim-witted, but he does care. Um, zigzag, I don't really care for. The one I hate the most though, X-ray. He like he tries to come off as really nice with with Stanley, but you just learn even more and more that he's just a he's just a bully, and he like he just tries to take advantage whenever he can. Like he doesn't. He's like the leader though. The, yeah, the, but he's the leader too, and yeah. it's like ah, oh, you scumbag. Like, why can't you be like Josh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, as a group, I do like them. I think after the initial like once they start to protect Stanley and they give him his yeah, nickname, yeah. then you're like oh, okay, I'm kind of I start to see. Him. I I do like the kids. I think they're all well established, but you don't really get any anything else with them. You only really get to connect with. One zero. Yeah. Everybody else, you don't really. There's kind of jokes and yeah. But, um, basically at this point, everyone's done digging their holes for the day. Mm-hmm. So we kind of get what happens the rest of the day before Stanley's first official day. You know. Right. Uh, he finishes the day. The food is just comically terrible. We hear it like over the over the intercom, like the menu, and he's oh. like, "Today's menu is chili beans, string beans, refried beans, garbanzo beans, green beans." <laughs> <laughs> just like that's all they serve is just beans. Every oh, single geez. kind of bean. Uh, and then they kind of pick on stanley here and he he tells him like why he's in for he's like oh i stole clyde livingston's cleats and he's nicknamed clyde livingston's like a baseball player he goes yeah. by sweet feet or whatever oh That's yeah, his nickname. yeah and uh basically everyone's like no no you just stole Elijah's. how'd you steal he's the fastest yeah. ba- baseball player ever and then it gets zero to talk yeah first time ever zero's talked and he's just like oh do they have red x's on him and they're like oh whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, you know yeah and so he never talks ever everything why, stops why yeah. does he talk to him you know but and we find out, you know, Stanley's a fan of his, and he's he's totally heartbroken by this. He's right. accused of this because Clyde Livingston's at the trial. It cuts. Oh, that's it, right. It does a flashback to him <laughs> at the trial, and he's like, "Who would steal donated shoes from an orphanage? What type of person steals from homeless children?" Kind yeah. of thing. He's like, "He's like those kind of people are not my fans." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Like to see your your role model, to see your idol say yep. that to and, you, to and your that's face. why they took the picture of him of. Clyde Livingston stuff in Stanley's apartment or whatever. Oh, so that's where they kind of like, oh, yeah, he's a yeah, fan. Yeah. That's why he would take the shoes. It's motive kind of thing. Oh, so it's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, establish yeah. it. But the way it's done, it's done in flashbacks. Figure out what's going on 
while you're watching it and then oh it's almost like that's a what pulp fiction kind of situation a little bit a yeah. little bit yeah 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 pulp fiction's done much better here, yeah but, but yeah yeah <laughs> the yeah so this is where we find out that uh it cuts back to stanley eating dinner as well this is what i mean by weird edits it cuts right. him in the courtroom then cuts him back to eating dinner yeah it's weird you find out that it's because you're no good great grandfather and uh he was also the other uh, first stanley yelnats was rod by kissing kate barlow that's what we first find out about her okay and it's like it shows like his his grandfather's grandfather grandfather's dad so like three or four generations it's back. the first one so yeah. yeah uh and we see him getting robbed by kissing kate and she's like gets an exposition about her where she's like this old west bandit kissing kate barlow kisses their grandfather no they bring it up she robbed his grandfather his grandfather had lots of money oh oh okay yeah, yeah. grandfather yeah. had lots of money but he's so unlucky because of this curse that got thing. a hold of him yeah yeah and she's like oh wait she kissed him and it's like we're establishing lore about this bandit this right. kissing kate bandit who was in the old west and it's like oh no she kissed him she would have killed him kind of thing yeah it's like, Ooh, that's kind of cool like, she leaves her. him the only one alive one of yeah we don't know but like yeah that's like in the flashback uh, yeah, yeah yeah he's left alive but played by Patricia Arquette, who I'm a huge fan of. What is she in? She's in a lot. She does a lot of stuff. She I, she looks familiar. She's she was in uh, Boyhood, which came out 2014, which is like okay. the movie that took place filming you, over 12 right. years you or whatever. You told me about that. And yeah. she plays the mom, and, it's, and she's amazing. She won an Oscar for it, and she's well deserved. She's oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah, she's great. Um, but yeah, so we find out you know he didn't kiss him because she kissed him, she killed him. So it's establishing right there, like that, that's cool. Like yeah. she's a bandit in the old west too. She kisses you. If she, or if she kills you, she's gonna kiss you like and leave a lipstick yeah. mark. It's like that's a cool like, cool little lore building like sprinkling it in here and there. Like yeah, oh, yeah. this is some bandit back there. Some mystery revolving around her that we'll find out later. Back to the present though, it's time to dig holes. Early on in the morning, mm-hmm. we get bright and early at dawn. Still dark outside. Uh, we get Mister Sir being like, "Here's our philosophy at Camp Green Lake. We take a bad boy, make him dig holes all day in the hot sun, turns him into a good boy." Kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I mean it makes sense, right? Like, if you're if you're some like judge or whatever, like, "Oh yeah, make him dig holes." And he they're won't not do the, that. They're not on the street stealing. You know, yeah. they can't do anything. We don't have to pay for guards. We don't have to pay for anything. You know? Right. And then when they get out, they don't. They're like, "Oh shit, I want to be out. I don't want to dig no more holes." Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But, I mean, they learn nothing for 16 months, so they're right. going to fall back right into doing crime again. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like it's really no solution. The one interesting thing, if you find anything interesting, you get the rest of the day off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, why would, why would you be looking for anything yep. particular? You're looking for the desert. I mean, you, you don't know? even – that's all you're told. You don't even know what you're looking for. It's just more of like – Yeah, a, Stanley asks, like, oh, what should I look for? He's like, you're not looking for anything. You're building character. Don't don't even look for anything. But yeah. if you find anything, let us know kind of yeah. thing. So it's like, hmm. Yeah. The plot thing is like, why would you – I would even matter, you know, right. what we found. Yeah, you know, so it's like already establishing like there's all there's something else going on here. Yeah. yeah there's something else going on there. So mystery's building, you know. Uh and of course it's where Stanley keeps getting messed with. Like all the other kids are pushing their dirt into Stanley's hole. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> this shit sucks, you know, and he's yeah. like, he doesn't know what to do and he starts thinking back about why he's so unlucky to like where the curse all started kind of thing. Right. And back in the old country in Latvia <laughs> <laughs> we see that in this little village his ancestor his right. great-great-grandfather so the original stanley uh, 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 no this is elia yelnaz this is oh St- the original stanley's father oh okay um, okay so it's a flashback to this like in latvia he knows his like a beautiful girl is the daughter of of the boss like his the farmer's daughter you know, yeah kind of yeah, thing. yeah and he's just he wants to marry her and he needs some advice so he goes to this mysterious fortune teller madame zaroni yeah you know and she's like she's a little very mischievous and very like kind of like uppity and she's like She's cool. I, yeah. I kind of like her. She's, she's quirky. Played, she's yeah. played by Eartha Kitt, uh, who is, she's she was one of the Catwomans in the 1960s Batman show. Really? Uh-huh. And she oh. was also Yzma in uh, Ember's New Groove. Oh, yeah. I so, thought her voice sounded familiar. Yeah. So she's like she's great. She died a few years ago, but oh, yeah, man. She, she's great. 
Uh, but she invites him, like Stanley's grand- great-grandfather, to go he's, go to America. You'll find your fortune there. Right. That's what my, her son did. Right. So you go to America. But he's like, no, no, no. I want to marry the farmer's daughter. You need to help me out. And she's like, right. okay, okay. Here's what you do. This is what you're going to have to do. Take this pig, this run of the litter, the smallest pig I have, and you're going to carry him up the mountain and make him drink from the stream and sing to him and bathe him and stuff. Yeah. And every day it's going to get fatter and fatter, and you're going to get stronger and stronger until eventually where it's going to be big enough to – to win over the daughter. Kind right. Because the the, the, there's another guy that was interested in the daughter and he brought a fat pig. Yeah. This is some fat fuck brought yeah. this fat fucking pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess that was his way of like buying his well, wife yeah, or like, whatever. Her, her father. Right. The farmer's like, oh, he, he brings me a pig. You bring me a heart full of love. I, I can't. I'd rather have pig. You know. Yeah. Kind of yeah. He's like, oh, what are you offering? He's like, heart, heart full life of full of love. And, and the girl was like interested in that. Yeah. Like she was buying into it. Yeah. But the reason I think Madame Zeroni tells him no, don't follow her is because she's she's dumb. She doesn't understand right. stuff. Right. So like for like, OK, but here, fine. Do this thing anyway. You know, right. kind of like knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. So she's like tricky. She's a trickster. Oh, OK. Uh, so yeah, so he he gets the pig all fatted up. He brings he brings it to the farmer's daughter. He's got his hair all slicked, has flowers. He's grinning from ear to ear. Like yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. I, I'm getting married today, you know. Kind of <laughs> and then she's like, oh, now you gotta choose between him or the other one, and both fatness yeah. and they're equal weight, you know. And, yeah. And she's like, hmm, well, um, how about I pick a number between one and ten? That's and fucking horseshit. Like, horseshit. And she just and then she's like, obviously thinking back and forth, like she doesn't know. Like how do you not know? He, she chooses the fat fucks pig, and he's yeah. just like, you know what? Take my pig as a wedding present. I'm done. And throws yeah. throws throws the flowers, rips them up, yeah, and, yeah. Just, and just walks out of there. He's like, oh, this is, this is just disgusting. I'm done. Yeah. But he's such he's so dumb that he leaves without finishing taking, his deal. His deal. And Madame Zeroni's deal with him was, you must carry Madame Zeroni up the mountain. One, once he got the girl yeah, or something, if yeah. He, if he forgot, and then uh, him and his family would be cursed for forever and eternity or something like that, Dang. right? Yeah. Uh, at least five generations it's lasted at this point, basically. So that's why he's cursed. Right. Madame yeah. Zeroni cursed him because yeah, he left. Yeah. Right. Um, so back at Green Lake, Camp Green Lake, uh, Stanley is s- slow as a his hole, obviously. He's got, yeah. you know, he's got blisters and like cuts on the sand from the shovel. Yep. And he's left behind by everyone. He's stuck in his hole. He can't get out. Uh, we also see that Zero is the fastest digging holes. He's like done in like a few what hours or so like something you know, like he's that just off. he's like oh zero he eats the dirt you know he's like a mole you know <laughs> <laughs> uh and then so he finally gets he finally digs his hole it's like nighttime at that point when he yeah. gets off and then he walks back to camp he takes a shower and this is when we get our first sighting of the yellow spotted lizards oh yeah and mr sir like pulls a gun on stanley as he's walking back from the shower he's like don't you move <laughs> he's like because uh, you think he's gonna get he's shot gonna get yeah. shoot him or something but then he just he's like patrolling the camp with like crazy beady eyes and he's right. like oh <laughs> and shoots the head off the lizard. The lizard's like running for him. Yeah, it's like, oh my god. Yeah. So we see decapitation and gunshots. And like, <laughs> this is violent for a Disney movie, right? Like, this is I'm not crazy. For today's that, Disney, yeah. Or not back Disney, then. Any Disney, right? No, because I mean, if you look back, this is just one I could think of. Peter Pan. So if you look back at Peter Pan, Captain Hook kills one of his own guys. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he just he gets so annoyed with the guy that's singing up top at the crow's nest. He's just like, Ugh, and he just lifts his gun and boom, just <laughs> fucking right. shoot, and you hear him plop. It's been way too long since I knew yeah. we watched that movie again. It's been he, so, it's so good, so funny. Yeah, he kills one of his own crewmen. So, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. it's not it's not that violent, not for this uh, true, for this time. True, true, no, true. Peter Pan was like 1950s. Yeah, uh-huh. but yeah, he the CGI does not hold up back of the uh, to, for the lizards at no. least. Like the CGI does not hold up. Um, for the time, I guess it was scary, you know, it was like, it was right. like it, they're not the main focus. So it's, it's right. fine. But, 
basically Stanley's like, all right, I'm going. He's like, better go get some sleep now, Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> and you see Mister Sir like crawling around, and he's just like shooting wildly. Yeah. He just starts shooting at the sky. And basically, like, all night long, you're there hearing gunshots. <laughs> Mister Sir just he never goes to bed. He's just shooting lizards as yep. he finds them. Yeah. It's just like that's all he wants. He's all goofy. It's just like he wants to torture kids in the daytime and kill lizards at night. <laughs> like, that's, his, that's his deal. Basically, at this point, we get the montage of Stanley narrating that he's having a fun time at camp because he's writing a letter to his mom, but he's right. just having a horrible time. He's right. basically lying to her. He doesn't want his mom to worry. He doesn't want her to feel bad or worry or anything. Because in reality, he's eating the horrible food. He's getting picked on every day. He's running out of the shower water, uh, getting the nasty blisters and stuff. Right. Uh, we also see he's like almost getting killed by like scorpions and lizards and stuff. Like They're oh, all the- crazy. Like, oh, the wildlife's great. Like, yeah, he's <laughs> like the scorpions, scorpions all crawling <laughs> over him. <laughs> Uh, but then he's, we also get more back because it's weird. He's cutting back. We get backstory about what used to be at Camp Green Lake. He's like, right. oh, there was a lake here at once, and there's also a town on the lake. You know? Oh, they also say the warden's family used to own the lake. So we have. Oh, meet the, see, I missed that part. Yeah, because we haven't met the warden yet. We just see her house. Right. We don't know if it's he or she or anything. So right. it's like, but the warden owned the lake and half the town. Her family did, and then uh, okay. So that's I mean, why I figured it out by the end that it was her family. Yeah, yeah. But um, they, it's it's like a throwaway line. Yeah, there, yeah. But we get a flashback to like this old west town, and it's mostly focused on the two characters. There's Miss Catherine, mm-hmm. the school teacher, yep. and there's Sam, the onion salesman. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what he is, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Um, so he sells onions as like this cure-all nectar of the gods type thing that can do anything and everything. You know? Right. And th- I'm just gonna throw this out there. I thought it was important that that Sam was black. He oh, was absolutely. The, yeah. He was so, the only black man in that town. Yeah, because this is Texas in like the early 1900s, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's got to be early 1900s or maybe late 1800s. Though. Right. The reason why it's important is because you see him as like he's selling things and people are, are kind of accepting him. Right. No one's bringing up the race thing. Right. Obviously, because it's a kids movie, Disney movie, not gonna go too deep into it. Right. Right. But it does come into play like hints in there here and there. Why? Yeah. It's important because back then it's illegal for him to have any kind of racial Relations, flirting or, yeah. or anything like that with yeah. Miss Catherine, who's the school teacher who's white. She's yeah. a white woman. It comes into play later, but it's important to like think about that now going forward. Right. But he sells his onions as like this makes hair grow back, it cures cancer, yeah. it makes women go crazy for you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like it's like the cure all be all and yeah, everything. Cure all be all, but he's like, ooh, they're gonna make. He's sweet on the school teacher. You know, he's he's interested mm-hmm. in her. Clearly, he's like obviously flirting. Like yeah, he's oh, into her. Yeah, yeah. like he's, it's it's blatant. He doesn't even care. You know, yeah. he's like, all right, go to Sam. You know? <laughs> but he, he trades him for uh, her peaches. Yeah, and he's like, oh, here's some onions for some peaches. Oh, thank you, Sam. Oh, you're welcome, Miss Catherine. You know, kind of thing. He's like, ooh, man. And all the kids are giggling. Yeah. And all kids yeah. are giggling and he's like oh, okay you know yeah so this is why here's a we get another adult thing like we get like a sexual innuendo okay right here because all the other townsfolk are staring at, at Catherine, right at miss Catherine. uh and it's like the sheriff and there's like who's like the warden's ancestors as is there i think his name's like trout he's like the guy yeah. who owns the, owns the town. i think that's her grandfather the, the, the warden's grandfather right I think so. It's either grandfather. Yeah, I think it's grandfather. And he was like the mayor of the town or something. Or... He, he, he he was like the head business guy. His okay. his daddy owned the lake. Um, So I think his name's Trout. But I, I just remember him as just total dick. Like, yeah. That's all oh, I he's remember a fucking him asshole. Yeah. But he's there with like the sheriff and a whole bunch of people. And they're just like yucking it up together and just yeah. like, oh, Miss Catherine's peaches? They're the work of an angel. And she's like, I like peaches. And you're like, oh, uh, come, like, come on. Is that like an emoji joke right I, there? Like an early emoji joke? Like, oh, they're peaches in her boots. I didn't or think something? of it that way. Come I, on. I didn't. Dude. Men are pigs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't think of it that way. I think. Uh, come on, he, they all giggle after he says it. They're all like, uh, unless there's like a, a peach reference way back in the Wild West that we don't she, know about. She has peaches. She gives away peaches. Right. And she's a peach, and it's just like, oh, uh, uh, you know, okay. That's how. Okay. That's, they're disgusting. You know. Yeah. Let's just be real. Well, this guy. Know? We already learned this guy's a yeah, scumbag. This guy's a total scumbag. But yeah. Basically, it flashes back to the camp. We see like Stanley's now in trouble. He's getting like in a tuffle with some of the other kids. Like. 
guy, you know, he walks by, oh, watch it. You know, Stan's like, oh, you watch it. You oh, know, yeah. Try, trying to get some, like. He's finally fed up with being pushed around. Oh, boy, here we go. You know, it's, it's done. Like, the boys start pushing and shoving him on the ground. Yeah. And Stan's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, anything part of this. And the guys also, they break it up, like, pretty immediately. Right. His other cabin, you know, kind of comes in to save him. Uh, and they give him his, uh, his nickname is like, oh, yeah, nobody nests with the caveman. He's like, yeah. oh, who's the caveman? He's like, all right, come on, caveman, let's go. He's like, wait, I'm caveman. <laughs> he didn't know. But the cool thing about this scene, I want to bring up, like the fight's about to go down, but they X-ray and everybody, you know, breaks it up. But you see Zero, who's only said like one thing to Stanley at this point. Yeah. You see him grab like a billiards ball off the table. Yeah. And like he's, he's, like, he's, he's about to fight dirty. And like, yeah. As soon as it breaks down, he's like, oh, he just releases it back on the table. It's like a cool little like, yeah. All right, all right. And just lets it loose, you know. But like, oh, he's ready to just like. And he starts the question it, like, why know? does Zero care at all about Stanley? Yeah. Like, he's like really protective. Everybody yeah. else is trying to break out the fight, but he's like, oh no, here we go. I'm gonna yeah. throw down. I'm gonna protect this guy. And yeah. Like, oh man, that's kind of cool. Like basically now he he's a it's a better nickname than Barf Bag, right? Yeah. Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he starts to get some more respect around here yeah. kind of thing. Uh, yep. He gets to move up in the water line. He's like, oh, you're here now, caveman. You know, and He's like one spot ahead of zero now. Yeah, he, yeah. he starts moving up, uh, dancing with armpit like outside. And there's, oh, here we go. And the armpit's all Josh and Anthony. He lifts up his arms like, oh, no, it stays. Put down your arms, armpit. <laughs> Put your arms down. That's, that's the only joke I remember from the commercial yeah. the trailers. That's all I remember going, before I saw the movie. They're like, oh. Yeah. Because like, oh. you can smell his, yeah. his pits. His pits everywhere. Uh, and then. One of the days, you know, Stanley, the caveman, Yelmats, is digging his hole, and he happens to find something, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, he's been there probably for a month or something like that. At it's least, probably, yeah. probably been there a while. Right. But this time, he finds something interesting. It's like this brass tube. Mm-hmm. Looks uh, like a shotgun shell almost. Yeah, and like, oh, it's too big to be a shotgun shell, you know. They yeah. keep bringing it up, and like, they don't really know what it is. The shape is like it, but it has initials on it. Right. KB. And it's yep. Like, hmm, who's KB? Mm-hmm. I think one of the kids like, oh, it's Kyle Kyle Basie or something. Yeah. Like, oh, he was my like, math class. Kyle? He's like, oh, he's in my math class. Like, oh, yeah, that, that's his. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, X-Ray's like, okay, I'll take credit for it. I'll turn it in. He's like, wait, 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 what are you talking about? This is kind of mine. He's like, yeah, so kind of thing. He's like, X-Ray's yeah. kind of a bully and just like, yeah. he's gonna like, oh, you've been here. But that was his chance to get out of holes. I know, but for one day, would you rather lose your respect that you just got if you, well, see, if you don't get also, there's gonna be a target on his back we're also talking about me i'd be like fuck that dude i'm gonna kick his ass and then you right get now. beat up at the end of a shovel like yeah. that's what's gonna happen you're gonna get hit by well <laughs> i mean things. if i were in stanley's shoes i would have had zero on my back now i mean i you wouldn't know i wouldn't know that but i would have you wouldn't know that yeah, yeah. like even then you put a target on your back you're not gonna be you're gonna be ostracized from the group yeah it's like a prison you're like oh right know? yeah but basically caveman stanley he's like why don't you turn it in tomorrow because your hole's already almost dug and that way you get the whole day off instead of Half the day, he's like, "Oh, good yeah. thinking, caveman." It's yeah, like, oh, like, oh man, man. So tomorrow, yeah, X-ray goes to turn it in, like the first break, whatever that they have. Right. And he's like, "Oh, this is, this could be something, you know." And he's like, "Oh, we got something nice, you know." Yeah. They, they, they call the warden in, but this is where we introduction to the warden with played by Tony oh, Weaver. Yeah. One thing I will say though, it's interesting you got to look out for is you took they took the thing out of Stanley's hole, they right. put it in X-ray's hole, so it changes how. Everything can be found. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. So going forward, like Stanley knows where it actually came from. Right. But they all say it came from X-ray salt and don't think anything of it. You know? Right. Instantly, when as soon as you meet the warden, you think she's like up to something. Right. He's like, oh, I got a, I got a good feeling about this. So we're gonna change how we're doing this. We're all gonna dig around this hole. Everybody, let's go. I'm feeling extra shower tokens. I'm feeling extra but whatever. How, I mean, they dug far and wide from that hole. You don't think that they would have found something or even gotten close to Stanley's hole? I mean, it's not like they were like miles apart or anything. They were like yards apart. Well, I, I think it was more they made like an archaeological dig out of it, and they weren't really close to it because he was like on the opposite side of the excavation and kind of opposite side of the truck. And basically where they decided to, the bullet was in the next day, they were digging holes somewhere else. Not digging Ooh. holes near that. You know? Oh. So they're digging holes somewhere else way off where Stanley's yeah. original okay. hole was. Okay. Basically, she's like, oh, I'm feeling we're going to find something today. And again, like, uh. we're not looking for anything, right? You yeah. Know? Um, 
but they don't find anything. And I think well, it, armpit does. Armpit finds something. Yeah, I think later on, yeah, <laughs> armpit shows that he finds like a like a a stove knob or something. Yeah, but he obviously stole it from everyone. Oh, you think this is funny, armpit? How about no sho- <laughs> how about no showers or whatever? And they're like, oh no, why would you do this to us? You know, and especially the armpit. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you just punish it for everybody at this point. But yeah, the warden's cool. She's yeah. like, she seems like nice. She's like, oh, make sure you. Uh, Everybody gets extra this, and make sure you fill up their canteens. So you she's know? the most reasonable, almost. Yeah. But she's trying to, you know, she's there's, trying to be nice. Something. Yeah, but she's like, after she, something. She's after something. She's trying to be nice, but she's also really mean. She's like definitely like up to something. Yeah. And everyone's scared like, of her. She's like, how does she know everything about us? So we've never seen her before. She's like, oh, she's got cameras hidden everywhere, like yeah, know, in the fields, everywhere, even in the showers. You know. Is this the same one with the empty canteen? Which yeah, should, yeah. Oh, okay. That's my favorite part of this. Yeah. Is, she's like, I already, I already filled the canteens. She's like, excuse me, you already <laughs> filled the canteens? Do you hear any emptiness in this canteen? And she shakes it. Yeah. Was a caveman. Caveman goes, oh, I, I'm okay. I, I'm, I'm good. She goes, excuse me, did you drink out of this? And he goes, uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Do you hear the emptiness in this canteen? Yeah. And she chucks it to the doctor. He's like, fill them up. <laughs> fill them up. Or caveman will be filling them up now. And you and go you, dig his hole. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> He's like, he does say something like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, she's definitely – she's she's interesting because yeah. she's she's not a good guy. You know, she's definitely not – No. She gets, like, in people's faces, like what we said with Armpit. Yeah. Where she's like, you think you're going to play practical jokes on me? And yeah. he's like, you think I'm dumb, Armpit? You know, yeah. and he's like, uh, no. He's like, excuse me, you don't you don't think I'm – you don't you don't think this is funny? So you think I'm dumb? He's like, uh, 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 you know, kind of yeah. thing. So it's just like – she's no-nonsense kind of thing. And they don't find anything for days on end. Yeah. And uh, – uh, Mr. Sir, and uh, <laughs> he would he would kill you for that, you know, laughing at yeah. his name. <laughs> but Mr. Sir and Dr. Pendanski are like, oh, I don't think we're gonna find anything. He's like, no, don't tell her that. And he's like, you want to start getting the, getting shovels and digging with them? You can't make them dig faster, you know? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you know, they're and freaking like, out. Come on, ladies, like start digging. <laughs> Keep on digging. I'm gonna have to whoop every one of your little girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we get. At this point, you're like, oh, it's it's not good. You know, they're not finding anything. Yeah. We get a flashback to like the old west days with Miss Catherine's and Smooth Talking Sam over yep, here. Yeah, lady killer. He's got the smooth line that we first hear about. I can fix that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Ooh man. What's the first thing he fixes though? The schoolhouse is falling apart. Right, right. It's hella old, and they and, don't want to put money and into it. So he's like another sexual joke. He's like, I'm good with my hands, Miss Catherine. Uh, and he's like, uh, like, dude, he's all being all sweet. And he's like, yeah. All like, uh, and he's also being respectful. Like, shoot your shot, yeah, Sam. You know. Yeah. Uh, basically, he does a bunch of odd jobs. He's like, he's fixing like right. the leaky roof. He's fixing the door like, and the broken windows and doors and yeah. stuff. He's reciting poetry to her. He like finishes the line. She's yeah. teaching the kids. She's yeah. like, oh, Sam, you know poetry kind of thing. And we all learn from Doctor Octopus from. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 with Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. If you want a woman to fall in love with you, feed her poetry. <laughs> <laughs> so charming, dude. Uh, but we do see that she has other suitors besides Sam. Right. Like, by after. And one of them's the uh, the guy, the mayor. Uh, yeah, Trout. Yeah. Trout, uh, who owns the town kind of thing. He's, just this, he's like, hey, you want to take a ride on my motorboat? Do yeah. you not see this? Do yeah. you not, am I crazy here? Yeah, no. Am I taking crazy films? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's something to it, right? There's some sexual innuendo going yeah. on here, right? Yeah. Go with my hands. Just Sam's a lot smoother about it. Oh, yeah. He's real smooth. Yeah. Now, his would actually work. Yeah. You know? yep. Yep. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Uh, we see Trout, and she's like, you know, I'm not riding on your motorboat. And she's like, oh, come on. You, you can't tell me no. No one tells me no. Yeah. Like, oh, I believe I just did. Yeah. Kind of like, like, shuts it down cold. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. In that scene, like maybe the, the minute before, like the 30 seconds before that happens, she's teaching them how to read or, or – or oh, spell the, the or the townsfolk or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but he's there too. The the trout guy. Yeah. So are they like illiterate? I think they're they... just uneducated. They don't know how to read. And they, okay. You know? And she's trying to teach him basic phonics. Like there's the one guy who's trying to read, and he's like, 
oh, the fish jumps from the lake or something like that. And she's yeah. like, oh, very good. You know, yeah. he starts making fun of the other guy. Yeah. Even though he's in the same freaking class as yeah. him, you know? Yeah, and, that that always blew my mind because I was just like, you're in the same class as these people. Yeah. Like, if anything, you're at least on their level or something. He's he's just a rich, smug asshole, basically. Just right. Like, I'm better than you. Yeah, I have money. Because I have money. I come from money. He's like, yeah. oh, my, my daddy owns the lake. Yeah. You know, he's just like, oh, yeah. my God. The duck, like, oh, that's what he says. He says. The duck may swim across the lake, but my daddy owns the lake. Yeah, but he says it all like trying to make fun of him. Yeah, talking, like, like in a like, you know, stupid voice. Yeah. 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 Um, he, she's all upset about this whole interaction. And yeah. The townspeople, he, he says no to her, but she's like, she's crying in the schoolhouse and stuff. And then we see our two lovebirds are totally eyeing each other and you know she's crying in the schoolhouse and sam kind of comes by her and takes her cheek and like i can fix that out of boy he kisses her and it's like my oh, man. man it's so similar to princess bride where he's like as you wish you know and uh-huh. he's like a similar like kind of vein. Yep. that's what i got yep. from it but yep. of course they have they share an embrace they share a kiss and it's yep. like oh man it's so perfect yeah sam's getting it of course we see the jackass guy from before trout like riding by in the rain and the he sees him through the fixed window now. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, mm, yeah, he rides, sees rides off in a huff. This so. is where, it, for me, it gave it away that it, uh, there was racial, not only that, that he got turned down and someone else is taking Catherine, but there was like a race card being yeah, played here. Yeah, race card. Pretty- it comes into play later because we, we get the sense that it's not going to end well yeah. in this area once this happens. Um, like, it keeps coming back between this and the dig. Right. And then basically, you know, they, they're not finding they're not finding anything. You right. Know? Uh, they're digging in the wrong place, you know, yeah. as Indiana Jones would say. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're like, "Oh, will the warden decide that it's going to be best if y'all for your for your character building to go back to individual holes, you know, kind of things." <laughs> like, okay, like something's up, you know. Right. And it cuts back and forth between that, but back in the old west, it like cuts immediately to the schoolhouse being burnt to the ground. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what? What the kind heck? of sick asshole? Just I know. It's, burns it it's to- just the rich guy Trout. He's leading like an angry mob. Yeah. It's like half the town is with him. Yeah. And they're just throwing like torches. torches and it's just the schoolhouse. And they're drinking too. There is alcohol. Oh, yeah. and all, you yeah. see him like boozing it up, yeah. and he's like, oh yeah, well, nothing can stop us. We're a mob, you know, yeah. just freaking out. And she's like freaking out. She runs out of the burning building. She's screaming, trying to get everyone. You know to why stop. they burned it? Because Sam b- rebuilt it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. And and she runs off to get the sheriff like oh this is crazy but the sheriff's she, drunk too she's get there he's drunk and he's he's already he's he attempts to sexually assault her he's like come here give me a kiss you yeah know? you yeah. kiss you kiss the onion picker you know it's like oh my oh, gosh scumbag and then she's dude. like you're drunk you know i'm not gonna talk he's like i always get drunk before we're hanging he's like oh, oh no he's like we're gonna kill sam and she she escapes he's like she had to escape his grasp he's like tries to like grab her and stuff and she right. has to escape him and she that's, slaps him or something, right? Yeah, she yeah. slaps him to get away. But, like, the sheriff tries to sexually assault, assault yeah. her. Yeah. And she runs and she tries to go warn Sam, but it's too late. Like, she sees him out in the lake. He's trying to – you see. oh, no, we also see Sam's mule, Mary Lou. Shot. And, shot and dying dead in the grass yeah. as the cart is burning. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and we see Sam is on his rowboat yeah. out, out in the middle of the lake. Yeah. And he's trying to get away. He's like, and She's like, Sam, wait. You know, we okay, see now, is Trout on the steamboat? Sure, I don't know for sure. Okay. I think it's just silhouettes, but yeah, fuck him. He's on yeah, the steamboat. He's probably yeah. on there. Yeah. Uh, but we see there's a steamboat following the rowboat, and they're catching up because obviously technology is better than one guy rowing. Right. They pull out the uh, old rifle. Yeah. And, and you just and see, you see you Sam see fall. Yeah, fall. Yep, yep. Frontier justice. Sam's murdered. Man, way dark. I don't remember this being as dark. I, I remember I mean? this scene very vividly. And I just remember thinking, like, oh, this is all. They're just like racist against them, and all. That's all I remember thinking is that yeah. this is all racist. That's so. It's wow. so bleak, you know? It, but, it, I mean, it dives into racism without diving into it. I know. They could they could have done it better. I think they could have gone more into it because it's not explicitly spelled out. Right. But I think at our age, I mean— You're able to infer. You're right. You're able to infer. And especially if, like, 
you're seeing fifth graders, sixth, seventh, eighth graders watch this movie, it's like a good, you know, teaser of like, okay, this is how life really is, you know. Yeah, they could have been more explicit. They could have spelled it out for you. It's a little vague, but right. you know, it's it's good. I think it's a good. It's way subtle. To, yeah. Yeah. Like I think they do say like, oh, it's he's not against the law for you to kiss him, you know, kind of thing. It's against the law for him to kiss you. So like that's why she's not getting punished or anything. Right. It's just him. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, that's so it's fucked up, man. Uh, and then later on, we this is it sets up for her transformation, kissing Kate Barlow. Catherine, Miss Catherine, is yeah. actually Catherine Kate. Barlow, who's yeah. kissing Kate, yeah. who we saw at the beginning of the movie. Now we're, she turns into this character now because she strolls into the sheriff's office like the next day or like maybe a few yeah. days after. She's wearing this like black and red like gown. I think it's the next day because you can see the sheriff's like hung over. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You see him like he's all like hunched over and stuff, but. She's like she's like smoking and he's she's like hey sheriff you still want that kiss you know kind of thing and he's like oh okay he's like oh yeah uh-huh. before just she pulls out pistol and cocks it in front him. of the prisoners and everything yeah she just shoots him no hesitation right in the chest and he yeah. just falls over and she slowly walks over and just kisses him right on the cheek and then she goes off on on her basically murder spree yeah she's like fuck it I don't care about life anymore because that gonna... was the one person that she truly loved and that actually yeah. cared and about her literally everyone in the town burned down her schoolhouse yeah. so uh yeah what else she's gonna do yeah. so you're totally on her side like oh yeah go kill everyone yeah like, just <laughs> like, let loose so she, she's murdering and we see like her and she's just like full-blown outlaw has a posse has a gang yeah yeah she's murdering people she's robbing banks and stagecoaches ba- cold blood you know yeah. kissing people and you see like the the newspaper clipping of everyone just dead in their coffins yeah like, this is so dark <laughs> like and she has nothing left to live for you yeah. know kind of thing so imagine this though this movie is Quentin Tarantino movie. Ooh. Imagine that, like, can you imagine this being like a sequel to Holes in Django, where it's like her as like this this Stage bounty, yeah, yeah, and Django has to hunt her down or something like that. Oh you know what I mean? man, like, that'd be like one last bounty, or maybe Django, because like the the timeline wouldn't make sense because Django's like before the Civil War, like right. Django's kid or Django's an old man, like one right. last hunt to get kids K. Barley, and he he find out about her plea and then let her live. What if that. what if Sam was Django's son? See, that's even darker. That's Ooh. even darker. Um, <laughs> yeah. See, oh, that's Sa- a- Sam Freeman. Yeah. Uh, oh, that would be so good. Because <laughs> so cool. this whole movie is like on the verge of if she, she smokes him, getting all bloody and yeah. then shooting lizards and everything else. Like it could be really bloody. Like it, yeah. this could be R rated. Yeah. Know, for sure. <laughs> you know, we get that montage of her on her revenge quest, and it's so cool. Like right. I, kissing Kate Barlow, it's such a cool concept. Like this bout law who cares about nothing, just like fuck life. I'm gonna go do what I want. Right. And yeah. Anyway, we get back to camp and we get Mr. Sir. Like they're all like, oh there's a cloud maybe one day we'll get some rain and then he's like mr sir's like once upon a time there's a magical place where it never rained the end you know and like, nice story mr sir <laughs> that's fil- one of my favorite scenes he's, fil- he's like filling their canteens and stuff and life is just going on because yeah. they were hoping they saw the small bit of cloud and they were like oh maybe it'll rain maybe it'll be shade and for a like, second he's like keep on wishing boys yeah and then he tells the story the stupid ass story yeah. yeah but we see that uh today's not like any other day because magnet one of the kids these the uh hispanic. that's one of the kids magnet yeah oh. the hispanic one the hispanic kid, he's like oh I, I, I my hands are like magnets man i can't get through oh you know? yeah he goes uh, a bag of seeds yeah he steals <laughs> mr. Sir, mr sir sunflower seeds out of the truck yeah uh and mr sir like drives away and he's like oh look what i got and they start throwing the seeds around and eating yeah. them and the, mr sir immediately realizes it yeah the truck you see off the distance turns yeah, back around turn. it's like oh shoot 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 so they start throwing around and stanley is the one who takes the fall for because the seeds fall in his, yeah in they his just hole. dump out in his hole yeah like, oh, and he's man. like man so he, stanley takes the blame takes the fall and he's like oh I'm, I'm, it was me i stole him and yeah. they're like dude what are you doing he's like oh let's go see the warden now stanley you know kind of thing so oh, you know he's done for mr sir takes stanley and they're like Stanley, what are you doing? Don't do it. Stanley, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so he, he goes off of them. We get Stanley being taken to the warden, and she's like, 
what, what's going on? And he's like, oh, we found something in Stanley's hole. And he's just like, yeah. And she's all excited. Yeah. And, and she has like, oh, come on inside. You're letting the cold out, you know? And yeah. it's like, oh, she, her house is like nice. Yeah. You see like what she's kind of about. You see like Kate Barlow memorabilia. And you also yeah. see like newspaper clippings like all over her house. Like, yeah. what is she, what's going on here? You yeah. Know, you're thinking of something. And she's like, oh, why, why'd you bring him here? And he's like, oh, uh, he, he missed like, oh, I stole some seeds out of his truck. And she's like, you brought him here because of this? And he's like, Mr. Sir is all proud of himself. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. I th- I and he's like, here. this guy's going to get a whipping and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, he's like excited to see like torture or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and she's just like, like rolling her eyes. And Mr. She's Sir, irritated. She's yeah. irritated. He's like wasting her day. Yeah. He could be out there digging holes while he's in here, you know, kind right. of thing. You, he should, Mr. Sir should take care of this. Like, she yeah. doesn't want to deal with this kind of thing. Right. Um, She has Stanley grab her, her nail polish, this yellow spotted lizard venom infused nail polish. Yeah. Right? And she puts it on. And she just she like slashes Mr. Sir's face, yeah. Because Mr. Sir's like, well, no, I don't think he did. I think he's covering for X-ray or somebody. But yeah. he he knows more than he's letting on. And she's like, she doesn't even want to hear it. She just slashes his face because <laughs> she threatens Stanley with it first, and then turns around and just slashes Mr. Sir's face. Yeah, yeah. He's like freaking out, like not even he's yeah. like convulsing. He's like trembling. Yeah. yeah. And, she, and she like leaves scratch marks. Like yeah. he's like like clawed at his yeah. face. Yeah. And she's like, never bring this to me again. Like kind of. Sh- and Stanley runs off. You know, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Like, she's like, it best be. Yeah. Uh, it best if you went back to your hole. Yeah. 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 Something yeah like, like, oh, she's not to be messed with. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like she's she will scratch your face. <laughs> she does not care. With venom. Stanley at this point figures out that the tube that they found, not a shotgun shell, but it's a tubalistic. Yeah. As KB means cousin Kate Barlow. The warden has a bunch of stuff about her. Why would the warden want anything to do with her? It doesn't really make sense. So, right, right. But also, Stanley's got a target on his back now because he comes back, and when he's getting water, Mr. Sir has, like, the scratch marks on mm. him. And he's like, oh, there you go. That should fill it up for you. And he just lets it all fall into the ground. Yeah, he doesn't even fill his canteen. His canteen. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, it sucks. He's going to get dehydrated. Uh, but Mr. Sir, I mean, obviously, it's because he's fucking petty, but it was Mr. Sir's fault the entire time. And if he knew that caveman didn't have the seed, yeah, but he's the reason the caveman got. He's you know he's petty. He's not gonna right. Yeah, he's not yeah. gonna, he's like, there you go. That's Mr. Sir did it to himself essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got this. At some point here, we have Stanley and Zero get come to an agreement because when uh, Stanley comes back, he sees that Zero dug his hole for him. Right. He's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't steal the sunflower seeds. He's like, well, neither do you. It doesn't mean why, you, why would you dig my hole, man? He's like, you didn't steal the shoes either. It's like, oh, how do you, uh, how do you yeah. know you didn't steal the shoes? You know, like what's Zero know? You know, what yeah. are you hiding, Zero? Uh-huh. But they come to a deal where, like, in exchange for Zero being taught how to read by Stanley, because Zero doesn't know how to read, right? Uh, Stanley uh, teaches him how to read, and Zero help him dig his hole. Yeah. Uh, cool. They got an agreement. They got a deal. As the days go on, we start getting more of Zero's backstory about how he, basically he was a homeless kid, and he, he grew up in the same city that Stanley was in. Zero brings up lines. He's like, oh, you know about the Central Park, uh, the whatever park oh, that we're yeah, in, yeah. you know? And he's like, oh, he's like, oh yeah, I, I used to go there all the time. He's like, oh, yeah, I used to slip under the bridge right there. And he's like, yeah. oh, my oh, God. You know, man. like, it's a way downer, you know? Yeah. Uh, we also find out his last name is he's not Zero. It's Hector Zeroni. Yeah. Know? And then he, he says, Zeroni. That, yeah. So Zero is actually short for Zeroni. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's like, oh, Madam Zeroni, they're connected. They're like, ah. oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, whatever. A Yelnats. A, a Yelnats. So we're connected somehow. It must be destiny they met. Hmm, yeah. You know, indeed. Uh, and then the rest of the guys are just resenting them for like bonding and talking because like, that's not fair. Caveman's getting his whole dog for him and Zero's. Right. Zero's digging this hole for him. Like, not everybody has to work. This is not fair. Right. And you start to see they have a target on their back, yeah. both of them at this point, and they start picking fights with them, uh, harassing them. I think at one point when they're out there digging, uh, Zigzag starts to harass Stanley. Like, oh, here, why here, I'll give you my cookie, and then I can dig your hole your yeah. hole for you. And he's like, hey, all right, I get it. All right, yeah. Let's leave it alone. They keep mushing with them. And, then, and this is when we get uh, 
the counselor, Dr. Pendanski, is oh, like, yeah. go on, Stanley, fight him back, you know, kind of thing. Is like yeah. he, he wants them to, like, you He know, wants to see something. Yeah. He's just like, come on, Stanley, teach him a lesson, you yeah. know. And he's like, come on, teach me a lesson, man. And they start fighting up and roughhousing and stuff. And he lets out his dark side. And he's yeah. Like, oh, man, okay. But Zero comes in because he's super protective. Yeah. Jumps on the back of Zigzag and starts choking him out. Yeah. Just like he was with grabbing the Billy Barton. Basically brings him down to his knees. Zero's a little kid. Yeah. Brings him down to his knees. Starts choking him out. And they're like, oh, Zero, you're going to kill him. You yeah. know, almost kills him. They have, to, they have to separate him apart, basically. Like, they have to yeah. rip Zero off. Yeah, they yeah. have to rip him off. Because he almost, like, passes out. Basically, in the aftermath, they get the warden out there. They get Mr. Sir out there. And they're like, what happened? They're trying to explain it all to the warden, Mr. Sir. And he's like, oh, Zig just got a little hot. You know, work out in the sun, make your blood boil kind of yeah. thing. And they're trying to brush it off. They don't want to, they don't want anybody getting in trouble, you know? Yeah. But the basically, the adults are like, they find out that Stanley's not digging his hole anymore. Uh, there's a deal between him and Zero. And like, that, they just put it into it, you know, yeah. right away. And warden's and like, not very happy about yeah, that. Yeah. And he's like, well, why can't I teach him how to read then? I'll just do it. I, fine. I'll still dig my hole and I'll still teach him how to read. He's like, no, because I said so. That's why you're not teaching him how to read kind of thing. Yeah. Because they don't want anything to happen. And he's like, well, what, what's the difference? The hole gets dug, the same two holes. He's like, yeah. no, you're not digging holes to do it. You're digging it for yourself to build character kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like, Come on, you, know, you already know that's not the reason. You yeah, know? I think some of the kids do say like, "Oh, what are we digging holes for anyway?" And he's like, "Oh, we're digging to build some character." He's like, "No, that's <laughs> not. Come on, you know." Yeah. Uh, but excuse I hate so much, like because I said so. When you're a kid, I, like, no, I hate that too. Trust me. Yeah. And I've told my daughter like, "Oh, she's like, why?" And I'm like, "Because I said so." And then inside you're like, oh. uh, "Yeah." And you're then come, I'm you like, "What you hated?" Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like you're the voice of authority, so it automatically you should already know. Just do what I'm telling you because there's a reason. When I learned, like, in my studies, just tell them the reason. It's not that big of a deal just to yeah. tell them why. Yeah. But the kid's always like, but why? But why? Like, because I said so. Because, you know, but it's yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I always hate it. That's not a valid excuse it's for parents. It's not. I, I know that when you have kids. I don't have kids. So right. I know that, like, once you have them, like, I'm just done with this. I need to, like, yeah. I need to put this down because they're just going to keep, keep <laughs> you know, harassing me. But like, I hated that excuse growing yeah. up. Like, that's not, a, that's not a reason. Yeah. I want to go here. Why I try not? to make every effort to say, like, okay, we're putting your shoes on because we don't want you to put, hurt your feet when you're going outside. <laughs> Like, but why? I want to be right. And then like, two days later, why? Motherfucker, I just told you why. <laughs> so then you repeat it yourself like 600 times. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is the reason why, but they don't understand. Yeah I, yeah, I know. But like at the same point, when it's a teenager, like tell them, you know, because yeah. I said so is not the reason. You know? Yeah. But basically, you know, Zero is like, you know what? Fuck all this. I'm, I'm kind of done. And Dr. Fantasy like, Zero's got nothing going on in his head. That's why he got so hot, because he's just so dumb. He can't handle the heat kind of thing. My favorite line is what he says. He says, Zero's so stupid, he don't even know he's stupid. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, such a scumbag. Such a, such a dick. Oh. And he's like, might as well teach a shovel how to read. You know, you can't teach Zero how to read. You're, you're Good try, Stanley. Yeah. He's like, hey, Zero, what does D-I-G spell? And Zero responds with, like, holding the shovel, smacking him yeah. right across his head, and just goes, dig. And runs and off in the desert. It, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, go zero. He's escaping. Yes. The doctor yeah. just like passes out. He's like, whoop, boom. No, he, and the, like, the rest of the movie, he's he has out. like black eye and scarred yep. up all around his face. Yep. Yep. But basically, they let him go because he's buzzard food. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nobody can survive. Well, out Mr. Sir was going to shoot him. If you don't, if you remember, cause he pulls out his gun. Oh, and then, right. And yeah. then the warden says, no, 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 don't shoot him. Like, because then we're going to have to deal with the body now. Yeah. So he was like, he's like, oh. All right, just keep running then. Yeah. Keep on running. You'll be dead in three days. Yeah, or, yeah. or less, you know. Yeah. It's a cool scene though with Zero. He's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. He's not, my chances are better out just running. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not sitting around. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to learn how to read. Yeah. I'm gonna be homeless. Because I think they took away the one thing he was like that he, made him. He wanted to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, Zero is the best character in the movie. Yeah. Oh, but hands down. Um, 
basically he's gonna be buzzing through. No one's gonna be able to survive in the desert. Oh yeah. wait, someone else had survived in the desert. That's right, Stanley Yelnats the first, his first grandfather survived by after he got robbed by Kissing Kate Farlow. He she was left. He left him in the desert. She left him there yeah. for, with no food and water for sixteen days. Damn. And he's like. How, and they find him half crazy. They found him. He took refuge under God's thumb. Yeah. Like, hmm. It's like a rock that looks like a God's thumb. thumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Stanley's like, I gotta, I gotta go find my friend. I can't, I can't do this. He put next day, he puts his plan into action. Like he was like worried about him all night. Well, he has the help of a new uh, juvenile. Yeah. There's a new kid comes in. Yeah. Uh, Twitch. Twitch. There Twitch. you go. Yeah. Uh, so the next morning, when Mr. Sir's filling up their canteens, Stanley kind of sneaks in front of the truck, uh, Mr. Sir's truck. Yeah. Uh, and then Twitch kind of helps him hijack because he's like a he's a kid. yeah he's a he had, he went in there for Grand Theft Auto or whatever yeah he's like yeah. a little kid he's like oh, as soon as I see a Mustang I just oh I gotta go steal it <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> see here's where Caveman fucked up he didn't even get in the water line like he he moved up quite a few if you pay attention he moved up like to the middle at least he should have gotten his water and then you know got to the front of the truck yeah yeah he I think he thought he was gonna have the whole water truck with him oh yeah you know yeah. But yeah, so he thinks he's gonna have the truck. He thinks he's gonna have water, but yeah. he steals it. He helps with helping like hijacking it, and he takes off. He doesn't know how to drive though. Yeah, he's I know. Like a freshman. But everyone's like, "Go, okay, bad guy!" <laughs> yeah, they're him. cheering him on. Mister Sir's trying to run after him, but he's too obviously he can't catch up to a truck. And then, he did. He does catch up though. But he, I mean, he falls off. Yeah, he, he, he gets can't. dragged. Yeah, yeah, he gets dragged and falls off, and he almost he almost gets out. But of course, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of holes out there. Yeah. And he has he drives straight into a hole. He crashes the truck, <laughs> and like the water explodes out, you know, and just. Fucks up the whole truck. Over and over. He, he dives out of the window and runs off into the desert. He's like, yeah. oh, you keep running. You're going to be dead too. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, of course, he forgot water, like we said. But you know, he, but he wasn't really planning on being out there. He was planning on just getting Zero back. And bringing, and bringing him back. Him yeah. But with some luck, he does find he does find Zero. He's like yeah. out, in the, out, in the, out in the desert. Middle of fucking nowhere. Middle of nowhere. He finds Zero laying under a small rowboat with a name engraved on the side. The uh-huh. Mary Lou. And oh. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. You know? But yeah, Zero's alive. He survived yeah. the day. Uh, he's definitely dehydrated. Yeah, but, well, he's, but he's alive. Out, yeah. He's basically passed out. He has no water, but he's drinking what he calls like sploosh. Sploosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is like this old mason jars filled with old peaches that have all coagulated together into like this black thing. Yeah. So it's basically pure sugar. Yeah. At this point, like yeah. after a hundred, it's hundred year old peaches <laughs> in mason jars. They're not going to be good. Yeah. And when you're dehydrated, drinking a high sugar count with no water. And you've been walking in the hot desert, and it's over a hundred year old fruit mush. Yeah, sploosh, splooge. What is it called? Sploosh. Sploosh. Yeah. Is that a sex joke? Sploosh. I don't know. Oh gosh, I, I think you took sploosh. it a little far. I took than a little. That. Okay. <laughs> but here's the thing: it's not going to end well. You're drinking all that high sugar stuff. Yeah. You know, it's not going to end well. But he's drinking all that. Zero's drinking. But it's all, all liquidy, that. so he figures. You know, it's, it's like collagen. High, it's yeah. gross. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's good. Try some. Like that can't be good. Like hundred year old peaches. Well, Stanley tries it, and he's like, oh, that's actually not too bad. Yeah, but when you've been having beans for like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he he tries to talk some sense into Zero. Stan's like, dude, you're gonna die out here. We gotta go back to camp. Come on, let's go. You know, kind of thing. He's like, I'm not going back. Yeah. And then uh, we look off into the mountain range. In the distance, it looks like the mountains look like a thumb. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is that is that God's thumb? Okay, a new plan. Let's head out that way. Yeah. And we're going to get the top of God's thumb because that's where my grandfather survived. Maybe we can find right. something up there that we can survive. Right. So they're kind of off and they're exerting you know, energy with the, the dehydrated kids exerting energy with the high sugar count in his body yeah. from 100 old peaches. It's not going to go well. They start climbing and Zero's like, yeah. he's passing out, you know, and you see him like start to throw up and starts yeah. passing out. And he's like, oh no, he starts to fall down the mountain, tries to catch yeah. him, you know, and pull him up. And he's like, ah. he's like, I, I, you know, I ain't quitting you, you know, he yeah. kind of pu- puts him on his shoulders and starts carrying see, him up the mountain. I think this is what breaks the curse right here at this scene. 
It is. You you can see it starts to like cut back. It's like whenever you carry a Zoroni up the mountain, yeah. you, you get the line again. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what does she say? Like, she he, said he, he completes the deal by he doing that. He completes the deal by carrying a Zoroni up the mountain and yeah. singing to him, and you know, and all this other stuff. Well, that's right. He does. He sings the song too. Because yeah, he he's supposed to. He's supposed to. Ah. Yeah, he sings the song and he well, you know he watches him and stuff. It's a very like. Uh, Lord of the Rings moment, like Samwise Genji, where he's like, "I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you." That's you know? <laughs> stupid. Carries up the mountain. Uh, when they they finally make it up there, and they find it, they find water, they find onions and vegetation. Yeah. And it's like more like muddy. mud, but yeah, but it's, they, it's, it's water out there in yeah. nothing. Yeah, they dive into the puddles and they start eating these sweet onions. So I'm this is what I I'm guessing is the uh, Sam's onion patch. Yeah. Oh, that's probably where he got maybe. them because it's like this used to be a lake. He probably came across here and got his stuff. And right, because he said that he had his onion his onion field was somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, it was so across probably, the lake. He probably got ah. it from there. So it's like a secret spot was God's thumb. Yeah, yeah, okay. But they start biting into these onions like they're apples. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, and they think it's delicious and they're sweet. Yeah, I feel like that'd be gross though. You know, uh, that's what, that's what I was thinking. I was like, onions by themselves are disgusting. On, yeah, it has yeah. to be a side of something. Yeah, but they said that it's sweet. So maybe that's why they like it. Yeah, I don't know. But basically, yeah, like you said, it breaks the curse. Yeah. So magic, the magic was real. Madame yeah. Zeroni actually had magic and yeah. was real. The, the curse <laughs> was real. Uh, and we cut back to Stanley because Stanley's family, okay. because his father immediately as this curse is broken finds out the cure to smelly feet. The sh- something falls like the pe- the one with peaches or or peaches or he's onions like I found, he's like I found the secret ingredient peaches and onions. Yeah. Uh, ah. But you know he's like oh they don't smell and then the parents are like. Dancing. They don't smell. They don't smell. But they're like, "Oh, you sexy man!" Like, they say something like that, yeah. which is like all open and on. It's like, see, there's there's yeah. some innuendos here. And then know? the grandpa's like, "Oh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, like, he's all, he's like, get <laughs> it on. We did it, you know." Uh, and then we get the uh, a heart heart moment with Stanley and Zero, like that yeah. night after they've recovered. Uh, we find out that Zero was the one who stole the shoes yep. in the first place. You're like, what, you know? Yeah. And we get to cut back to him, like in the orphanage. Like he didn't realize the shoes were famous. He took him from a homeless shelter, and like in his defense, he's a homeless kid, and this is on a table of stuff for the homeless people. Yeah, like it's like it's not spread apart with like, oh, right. these are for donate. Like it doesn't say like anything right. special, but he's like, oh, I thought they're cool. I just put and him on. being poor, he probably didn't know or even care about like these famous baseball players. He no, he didn't even know who it was. That's yeah, what he says yeah, but we see him take it, and then everyone starts freaking out, like oh, the shoes are gone. He's like, oh what? And he starts running, and he's running with these huge ass cleats on, but. So he got to this overpass, took the shoes off, and he has no shoes. Yeah. He actually doesn't own a pair of shoes. Yeah. Throws them over the overpass, and then Stanley gets hit by him right at that yeah. moment. And that's where we cut back to the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Where he gets hit like, by the shoes. He gets hit by the shoes, and he didn't, you know. And then the next, he's like, oh, I got picked up the next day for stealing from Payless. And it's like, he just never had yeah, shoes. Yeah, he just he, needed he just shoes. shoes. and he just took a pair of shoes he liked. And it's like, oh, man, that's brutal. And he yeah. gets sent to this place. But my question was, if he was there before Caveman, but caveman got caught with the shoes first. Yes. How how does it I work? I think caveman had more of a court thing because he because he's just a homeless kid. They, they have nobody. He's not going uh, to court. You know? He didn't like, have any parents either. Yeah. Uh. There's nobody. Either, like, all right. He's 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 a ward of the state basically. You know. That's right. That's right. So that's probably why he was there. He's there first. But basically, that's why he's so protective of Stanley. It's his fault that he's there in the first place. Like, if he didn't do that, Stanley would never have come. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and in lesser movies, like if this was like a, a dumb dumb movie, this would be like the liar reveal type thing where Stanley would be like, you did this to me. And they, they would yeah. split off for 15 minutes and then come back together and be yeah. like, oh, you're, you're oh, it's so great, man. We, we suffered yeah. through it. <laughs> but Stanley's like, good for him. He's, he's a cool dude. He's like, no, no I, I'm glad this happened to me. Like, I forgive you. Like, this is this is cool. Like, if, I, if this never happened, we'd never be on God's thumb. I would never met you. We'd never be best friends kind yeah. of thing. He's like, all right, cool, uh, man. Stanley, uh, good for you. Yeah. And they, they basically like, I have a cool feeling. It feels like destiny. You know, I'm glad this happened. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like oh, wow, we got the same feeling. It's cool. You know, it's like that chill. 
the curse is lifted. Obviously, we're bo- yeah. they're bonded by destiny. Yeah, it's cool, man. Uh, it's a, it's an awesome moment. Zero, I, I have a plan. What do you say we dig one more hole? Mm. All right, let's do this. You know, you know, they make their way back to camp to the cover of night, and they find the hole where Stanley originally found the uh, Kiss and Kate Barlow lipstick. Tube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they start digging, and then they dig throughout the night. Eventually, they find out that because obviously the hole has got to be where more stuff is because they found the lipstick thing. It's right. Be, something else has got to be there. So they probably whatever the warden's looking for is probably down there. Right. They're not really sure what. It's probably her, her treasure. Yeah. But we don't know what. Uh, we get one last flashback scene with Kiss and Kate while yeah. they're digging. Uh, and her life is just like utterly spent. She's just sitting there in the middle of the desert mm-hmm. by the same boat that they were in, yeah. the Mary Lou, like turned over. So she, so her body's probably over by that boat then. It's probably gone by now. Well, right. Like, it's been picked clean at this yeah. point. But so it's the same boat that they were sitting by, the same Mary Lou. And so it's like, and she's like kind of hallucinating at this point. Yeah. She sees like Sam's like, you know, a mirage and she's dying, you know. And it's subtle, but her like blonde hair at the beginning is like all white. So it's like, oh, this has been years at this point. Uh-huh. You know? So it's, it's been years. Her clothes are, you know, tattered and torn up. And, yeah. you know, basically she's been murdering Robin forever and she's never been caught. She's di- buried it somewhere. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Trout comes back, like the rich guy. But he's, like, missing teeth and his hair's all straggly. Oh, that's him? That's him. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So he's, like, the, it's basically the one who killed Sam, the one who burned yeah. down the place. He shows oh, up. Oh, that's Trout? Yeah. And oh, I didn't catch yeah. that. And he's just, it's ugly. He's just an ugly sight. Yeah. He's an ugly human. He's just an ugly sight right. to see him. He's all decrepit and everything, yeah. We see him. He's married now. To one, one of the school girls. One of Kate's students. Ugh. He's like, what a creep, dude. Fucker you know? was, like, 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He married and- one of the kids. The kids were like eight, nine. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, he's such a creep, you know. Ugh. And they all pull guns on each other. You know, everyone's pointing at. Him. He's like, yeah. oh, what, "What we got here? We got a showdown," you know. And she's like, "Oh, I've been waiting for you, Trout," kind of thing. And you somehow found me in the middle of the desert. I, I must have missed that because yeah. I didn't catch that. But he's like, oh, "I want to know where you buried the loot, and then I'll kill you," kind of thing. Like, yeah. You better tell me, or I'm going to shoot you. And he's like, "We saw you walking away with the shovel, so we know you buried it somewhere." Right. And she's like, "Oh, there's no loot." He's like, "Oh, bullshit!" You know, there's loot. Uh, and he's like, "We find out that this desert was actually the lake." Mm, yeah. And ever since uh, it hasn't rained ever. since Sam died. Yeah. So it's been completely drained. Once Cursed the once the once the lake dried up, the town dried up, the money dried up, and they, yeah. everyone became poor. Yeah. And now they're all looking for this treasure, basically. So God's vengeance came down for them Pretty killing much. Sam. He's like, you know what? This whole town, you will never <laughs> see rain ever again, and all your riches will be gone. Yeah. Uh, it serves you right. You like racist sons of bitches. Yeah. You're killing this guy. <laughs> and Kate is. She's like, I've been wishing for death for years, kind of thing, and. She kind of throws the gun down at this point. She's like, I'm not going to kill you, Trout. Yeah. So instead, what does she do? She curses him, basically. So uh. curses are real. Uh, and we, It's like the Count of Monte Cristo. What, what do we learn from that? Death is too good for them. They must yeah. suffer as I have suffered, you yeah. know? Uh, so she doesn't yeah. kill him. So she she uh, curses him. She basically says, like, you and your children and your children's children, you will dig for the next 100 years, and you will never find anything. It's like start digging trout, and it's like, oh man! And she has the the, the spotted lizard yeah, bite her. The spotted lizard comes out. She grabs it. And she's like, oh hello, pretty thing, and just kind of has it bite her as she starts to die a slow, oh. painful death. It's, the venom like sleep sleeps into her bloodstream, and she just dies all alone in the desert sun. Yeah, that's her. no, she doesn't die alone. She dies next to Sam because that's where he he died. Yeah, he, he did yeah. die there. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But I mean, she dies alone. Right, and, right. And so they don't shoot her obviously because she just got picked by the thing. They they run off. Yeah, but like. They've been cursed. Your punishment is gonna, you're going to spend every day of your life trying to find my treasure in this hole. And you're, you're, never gonna, you're never going to find it. Damn. So that, like that's that's suffrage enough because he lost everything like she yeah. did. Yeah. And then and then some. now you're trying to chase my legacy. Yeah. Because you amounted to nothing and I amounted to actually success. Yeah. Even though it's horrible success. It's right. Infamous. It's infamy. Yeah. 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 Good for you. Like, yeah, uh, fuck you, man. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, cool. It's, it's cool, you know. It's awesome. But 
back to Stanley and Zero. They start digging. They hear hit something, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they find this chest and they yeah. pull it out and it's her treasure. And they're like, oh shoot! And basically, right where they found it. Uh, and then right as that happens, the warden shows up. They can't catch her break. She caught us, you know. Wait, 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 hold on. If it's Kate's treasure, why does it have Stanley's name on it? It's the chest that. Oh, that she stole from the beginning. Yes, but it's oh. also his his father has like banknotes and stuff in there too, and there's a bunch of stuff in there that's oh. belonged to Stanley's dad, as well as a bunch of her gold and stuff too. So right, right, like, right, right. She used that chest basically. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it does say Stanley's name. We find don't find out until like Zero reveals it, whatever. Yeah. But but basically, as soon as they pull it out, they basically have guns on the kids, like they're gonna kill them. All three of them. Yeah. yeah. And then as soon as they're like, oh no, we got they found it. Good job, boys, kind of thing. And then as soon as they pull it out, a bunch like a shit ton of yellow spotted lizards crawl out of that yeah. hole. They yeah. just crawl all over Stanley and Zero's chest and all over the like the the treasure chest and everything. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh! And they ain't getting out of this. Basically, one. they're like, oh, any moment now they're gonna die. <laughs> Mister Sir is just like waiting. He's yeah. like, I ain't getting in there. Yeah, I'm not getting in there. Let them let them eat them and then yeah. we'll wait till they leave to grab that treasure. Yeah. But and the boys don't move and the lizards just are chilling. Yeah. They don't move and they're don't like, bother them. We all we're all everyone's like, what's gonna happen? You know, and. They all literally wait all night long. Like the morning comes up. Yeah. They basically reveal their plan throughout this thing. Like, why haven't they died yet? This is ridiculous. Yeah. They reveal that <laughs> they say something horrible. It's like, at least we'll have a body to show Stanley when his family shows up for him. Or well, that's right. Because, because his lawyer came. Yeah. While he well, was gone. Because the reason why they even brought that up is because when Zero left, uh, the warden said, "Burn any files that you have of Zero Zeroni or Hector Zeroni." Uh, Hector Zeroni. And then the doctor went to, went and he did for that. It. He did that. He did. But they didn't find any files. No, no, no. He destroyed the files. That's why at the end they don't find any. Oh. Yeah, so they, they're their own fault for doing it. If they didn't do it, they probably would still I thought be he to... said he's a ward of the court, so he doesn't even have any files. So, cause no, he... he's saying no one would care about him. And then oh. and he's like, I care about him. You know, Stanley says That's that. right. That's, uh. But basically, they reveal their plan at this point. Like, oh, yeah, we don't have any files for Zeroni, and the lawyer came to pick you up, Stanley, but you weren't here. Ha ha. You know, kind of thing. They're all taunting him. Because he would have went home. Yeah, because he would have went home that day. Um, and now they're like, well, at least we can show him a body to the lawyer when she comes back that, oh yeah, Stanley died. Sorry. You know, he didn't run away because they didn't reveal where he went or what right. happened to him. Cause obviously they get investigated. But how did, how did they get away with something like that? You, your lawyer comes, you're supposed to be in jail. And then you say, no, they said, come back with a court order to see him. Cause we're not going to reveal. And she's like, I've never had this in all my years. And so she comes back literally the next day and they're like, she'll be back. You know, like yeah, she's Mr. not giving Sir's up. The yeah. only one. He was like, nah, she's, she's, she's serious. Like yeah. yeah. But basically like, Oh, at least now we're, we, we're in the clear. Like there's plenty of holes. We can just bury Hector Zeroni. He never existed here. Yeah. And then we can, uh, we have the chest now and we can just show Stanley's body. He got bit by a lizard. Damn, Sorry. That's hella like, fucked oh, that's up. Super fucked that's up. Dark. And then they're just waiting for this moment. And she reveals that like, her granddad owned the lake and uh which turns trout. out to be trout right yeah okay he, that's drove, what I he drove himself digging holes every single day even on christmas and he made her do it even as a kid yeah and we get the flashback scene that's a meme now yeah where it's like the, <laughs> the warden's like this old frustrated old man and the warden's a little girl she's like i'm tired of this grandpa that's too damn bad <laughs> <laughs> and he spent his whole life digging whole never life, his dude. kids she's spent her half over half her life digging she's like middle age at this point yeah Finding nothing or getting other people to dig for her, you know, Damn. that's her thing. But yeah, the time passes, the lizards don't buy them. They're just chilling on them. And they're like, 
what is going on? Why are they not? They're perfectly calm. They're not like yeah. crawling around. They're just chilling. Yeah. And the warden is like, we, what are we going to do? We got to, should we just shoot them? He's like, no, we can't shoot them. They're going to start jumping all over the place. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, if you shoot them like during the autopsy, they're going to see bullet holes in this it, guy. No, they just shoot them and bury them. They're not going to find them. Oh, yeah. They're trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. Uh, but basically, you know, before they can decide what to do, the cops start rolling up with the lawyer. She yeah. comes in bright and early first thing in the morning, like with everybody. Yeah. Like, oh, shoot, we got it. What we got to do? They have a court order to release him. He's stuck in here. So the bad guys have to hatch a quick scheme yeah basically they kind of go up like oh he's a he's a thief he stole my chest out of my room and they ran off into the and fell into this hole yeah and stanley's like thief no this is not happening and the cops are all there and the lawyers all there so he just jumps out of the hole yeah no problem they don't the even, lizards don't even do anything. no they just claw off him they're yeah. like oh oh th-. and they go grab they go try to grab the the the, the, the chest the yeah. chest he's like oh i didn't lie at all these guys are these guys are crazy and he's like oh that's my chest give it back he's like no it's not it has stanley's name on it I'm like what how was that possible? She says, "How was that possible?" And it says Stanley Yelnats. Yeah. So clearly exposing her as like a liar because she yeah. doesn't know what's on her chest and like, oh no, it has his name on it. We're taking this home. So all right, cool. Bad guys are like kaput. They have the actual people in charge now. Yeah. Uh, well, then we find zero out zero that, reads. That's awesome. You yeah. Know? Find out that zero can read after being taught by caveman, Mister Sir. Well, they go back to the thing, right? Yeah, they, they go ask back for the files. And, and they they're like, all right, so come on, Stanley, let's go. He's like, I'm not leaving without. Hector, he's like, there's nothing I can do for Hector, all right? Let's go, Stanley. He's like, I'll be fine. And then Dr. Fantasy, oh, we'll take good care of Hector. You know? yeah. And he's like, oh, you ah, scumbag. You're going to do something. Slimy. But uh, Stanley's like, I'm not leaving without him. And the lawyer's like, fine. What, let me see his file. Let's see his file. And they're like, <laughs> the warden's like, get uh, get his file. And he's like, <laughs> they stumble. They, yeah. they, they go back and they're like, what, what, what did it do? He's like, we, we can't find the file. Like, <laughs> it's like, what are you, you going to say? Yeah. And the, the, the sheriff's like, What's going on? All right, this place is now. Hang on, now this is under investigation. He makes a phone call. Yeah, yeah he's like, I need to make a phone call. This is ridiculous. You have no, you don't have the files. Yeah, and they try to play it off like, oh, we got funding. Maybe we can, we can find the files right, better. Yeah. And he's like, okay, hang, we're gonna make better some calls. funding. Yeah, and the sheriff also notices Mr. Sir because he's like hiding behind like yeah. his like clipboard. And he's like, Mary, is that you? Yeah, Marion. Yeah, <laughs> Marion Sevillo or whatever his name is. And he's like, you got a criminal out. He's like, this is a violation of your parole to carry this weapon or whatever. And yeah. And then they, so basically, the sheriff's like, all right, this is under investigation. Yeah. You guys are on violation of many laws. Yeah. And he's like, all right. And then the, the boys all see it. And like, oh, you're alive, guys. And they all rush yeah. out, you know. Uh, and he's like, all right. He has a great line. He's like, put those three bozos right over there and let them see what the other side of the criminal justice system is like. <laughs> the boys all cheer and you know, yeah. praise. And she's like, you can't arrest me. You know, but like, yeah. obviously, she can. And then he's like, all right, Hector, you can cover those now. Yeah. Obviously, this is, place is a joke. Yeah. Right before they leave together, the heavens open up and the clouds <laughs> roll on in at this alarmingly fast rate. Just, yeah. Yeah, just and it just pouring. starts downpouring. Like a yeah. hundred years of rain has been waiting for this moment. Like God's yeah. like, you know what? We saved it all up. Let's just release yeah. the buckets, you know? <laughs> uh, and basically we see like all the kids are like, like they never see rain before. Yeah. So having this, it gets real dark because there's like one kid in the background who does like the Shawshank Redemption pose. And oh, like, yeah. I his, saw that. On his knees. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like damn he's just in prison and before leaving you know in the rain uh, the warden's begging stanley this way she's gone through all the phases of denial like de- de- denial and, yeah, else, and grief. She's, like, she's just trying to she's like please let me just see what's inside the chest and stanley just shuts her down cold she's like excuse me and uh, shuts and the shut yeah, the, the truck and she'll go. she'll die alone she'll die in jail and she'll never know what was in that treasure chest yeah. And it's like, oh yeah just as a serve three generations <laughs> kate marlow uh and we cut back to stanley's family and hector's there as well yeah and then the treasure chest and like, all right, no matter what we find here, we're still family, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like what they're gonna find because he knows. I, I think that really speaks volumes to like how humans are, like how people are. That as soon as money comes into play, 
It, it's all yeah. It's all, it gets, you know, it gets free, yeah. It gets crazy. You yeah, know? yeah. Backstabbing and everything. <laughs> but he's like, okay, here we go. And he's like, all right, well, let's agree that half this money goes to Hector Zeroni. And the grandma's uh. like, Zeroni, oh, you know, he's yeah. like so happy that <laughs> the curse is lifted. <laughs> but they open it up, and what do they find? Oh my God! Millions they find of dollars. gold bars, chalices, and jewelry. Yeah. There's old West currency, which inflation would. Would that actually happen? Yeah, old bills. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's dated because like, if you find old, there's like old pennies and stuff, and old dimes that are worth more than what they actually say if you have different dates on them. Oh. Depending on like nickels and stuff, and yeah, right. if you have older stuff, people would pay more for them. But we also find like banknotes yeah. for Stanley Yelmath the first for like ten thousand dollars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, multiple of them, not just like one, but yeah. 1905 currency. Valued at twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Which in today's money, how much is it? Would you have a guess? Um, one point three million. No, but it's close. It's no. seven hundred twenty thousand dollars without. Whoa. That's without adding any like interest or whatever. If it's in some kind of like trust fund, if it's some, yeah. some kind of thing, like it's probably like, gathering interest. But like base value, it's like almost seven hundred twenty thousand dollars. He says it's like a million dollars. He's like, oh, yeah, well, with be- plus interest and stuff. And there's mo- there's like one for you, one for me, one for you, yeah. one for me. Like there's tons of them. And it's like. The interest accumulated for over a hundred years per banknote has yeah. got to be like in the in the million like they're set forever. Yeah. That kind of thing. Their fucking troubles are over. Yeah. Dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh so Zero has money now to, Hector has Hector's a Roni, which you don't call yeah. him Zero, but yeah. has the money to hire a team of private investigators to find his mom and it turns yeah. out she's been looking for him too. It's a nice touching moment. They get together. Yeah. They become next door neighbors, the Zeronis and the uh, the Zel uh, uh, Nats. yeah, and they move into like this million dollar suburbs, you Pool know, and fucking flat screens uh, they, everywhere. They got like barbecue, and all the kids from Kent Green Lake are there now. And oh yeah, that's right, yeah. As well as Clyde Livingston, Sweet Feet himself is there. He's there. <laughs> I thought he wasn't a fan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who owned the cleats that got stolen, he's there. Yeah, and he's also on the commercial for yeah. the dad's product because the dad still made his product, Sploosh, yeah. yeah. this feet cleansing thing. And Stanley Jell has the third. He got the you got it done, you know, yeah. and he got him to sponsor his yeah. product. Yeah, and I guess they had enough enough money to pay him. Well, why not? Well, you're gonna not only and, that, and enough money to buy him as a friend and come yeah. over to our house. Yeah, and not only that, now you got a product endorsed by this, you know, top baseball player. You're set. Dude. Yeah, you're set. You know, and he has like another sexual joke right here. She's like with the, with the wife, or whatever. He's like, no, I'm for my fans. I'm not a sweet feet, but my fellow players. Yeah, he's known as stinky feet or something like that. Like, yeah. ah, you know, ah. and now he really does have sweet feet or whatever. Oh. And he's like, plus I like the tingle. I'm like, oh, come, oh, on. come on, dude. No. You know, there's something there, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, uh, the movie ends right after this with a weird line. Okay. Where they say, Stanley's like explaining things and then right. it cuts to like outside the house. And he's like, so I guess you have to fill in the rest of the holes yourself, and then just cut to the credits. Wait, what, what, what was he talking about? He's talking like, oh, we did this, we did this, we did this, and now I guess you got to fill the rest of the holes in yourself. Like, that's Wait, a, what? That's a lazy way of wrapping this up. Like, yeah. you explain like three things, and you didn't wrap up everything. Else. Like, oh, just fill in the rest of the plot holes well, yourself. Well, what, what, what didn't he explain? Well, I mean, if it's a weird line to end it on. Like, right. you could just end it like, and that's how it ended, or you know, right. like, and now that's, that's something more poignant than explain, do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird way to end it. I think I probably would have went with like, oh, you know, after we met, after this Yannet and Zeroni, you know, finished the curse or whatever. Yeah, we, something. We yeah. came out being best of friends, and yeah, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's a weird way to end the movie. Okay, just all, I didn't know. catch that. Uh, and then we get like a curtain call and credit scene where like all the actors are like smiling, waving at the camera when yeah. it, like puts their names or whatever. Uh, it's just it's kind of odd. I don't know. <laughs> and, and obviously it plays it with the dig it up on all. Yeah, know, that, that song, song at the beginning. Fuck that song. God damn it. I think it's a pop dude. I think I it's like popular. It. Oh, for sure, it was popular. Yeah, it's just annoying to me. And that's holes. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, do you know there's an end credit scene? 
There is. There is one. There is. Do you know what it is or no? What's the end credit scene? Um, does it have something to do with the three, with the the warden and the? Nope. No. Okay. What is it? It's uh the actor who plays Zero. Like uh, Zero is like in the chair. Uh, it's the same chair in the same set and the same scene as uh, Madame Zeroni. Oh. And he he just he leans towards the camera and repeats the the line like, "If you forget to come back for Madame Zeroni, you and your family will be cursed for forever and eternity." He kind of smiles. Ah. He's like having fun on set. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, that's the movie. Wow. What do you think about Holes? I love Holes. I love that movie. <laughs> uh, it's fun. I mean, even as an adult, you can sit there and enjoy it for what it is and, you know, have It's a almost good... more fun. As an adult? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I have way more fun watching as an adult than I did growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I was never like, I never owned it. I nope. never, and then uh-huh. I just like occasionally on TV, like, oh, yeah, Holes. That's fine. Do you think that's weird when you enjoy a movie so much yet you don't even own it? Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, I guess right? not anymore in this day and age because you have Netflix and Disney Plus. But even and I, for a lot me, of people don't get DVDs anymore. Right. But for me, it's the price. It's like, oh, like obviously it was a really loved movie, right? But if you go to Amazon to down, you know, download it for your library, it's like $20. I'm like, ah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to pay for a – Well, you can $20. probably get like the Blu-ray for cheaper if you go to some right. store or whatever. But. Right. But oh, yeah. I just always thought that was weird. Like, oh, I loved all these movies. Like this one, this one. And then I don't even have them. You, know? you just break the bank at that point. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I think Holes is great. I thought it was awesome. I don't really remember it. I just never – one of my things I wanted to watch, but after really? watching it for the show, I'm I was like, oh, I dug it. Anytime you know? I watch – every time I saw it on, up Holes on. I remember seeing it on TV, and I remember right. like, oh, yeah, Holes. Never, It was never anything special to me. I guess not even special at this point to me either, but I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a fun time. I, think it's I definitely recommend it to people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, For me, I think it's special because, like, my teacher read it to me. So I was just like, oh, like I, I was there, like I, I know like the actual book and what happens, and it's it's actually really on on faithful. Yeah, oh yeah, it's really faithful to the book. I don't remember the like, the the endorsement with Sweet Feet being part of the ending, but I, I'm not not to say that it's not. I'm just saying like I don't remember that. He's a, he's a fictional baseball player. Though. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but this whole sploosh thing and everything. That, yeah, it's all it's all in there. Yeah, yeah. It's bestseller book for a reason, and they made that movie real quick, and it was real popular. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. It's a good it, one to go back to. What sucks is that Disney made some gold like some gold films, and they weren't picked up, and they're not as popular as they as some of these other ones are. What do you mean? Know, like The Descendants, and like <laughs> uh, we, we talked about that on the High School Musical podcast. Oh, did we? Well, because like he's it's the same director as High School Musical. I mean, High School Musical was such a huge thing. Right. It was. It just it it spawned all these other musical Disney channel original stuff like descendants. Oh, it totally stuff. did. Yeah. It's the same director and the same choreography really? and stuff. Yeah. So obviously it's, oh, they're cashing it. in on high school musicals to this day. Right. Oh, okay. Which is probably more successful to have a franchise of descendants than it is to have a franchise about holes, which but is I love high school musical. <laughs> oh, I, dude, I will to my dying breath. I will say I love high school musical. All of them are just the uh, first two for sure. First two. I don't remember ever watching the third one or getting through it. I like the third one, the best one. That's the one was, I've seen. Was there most. a fourth one? Uh, no, but there's a show now. Oh, there is. Oh, I bet it sucks. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like the kids are acting out the movie of the of the play, or something. Well, what, just watch the movie. No, but now it's a show. Right. Because but because, because like, money on Disney Plus. Right. Yeah, I just I, I love High School Musical. You can go to that episode. <laughs> but anyways, I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> but I I oh. I hate. I just hate seeing that these gold status movies that Disney made aren't as popular as like The Descendants and or. Well, it is an older movie. 
It is, but I mean, the stuff coming out now, I mean, it just doesn't have as much of an edge, not as funny, not as like entertaining, not as. I would say I would sh- I would watch High School Musical and Holes over anything that comes out nowadays. On, you, on Disney, that's partially probably because of nostalgia and stuff too. No, but it's just better. I mean, you you watch something like The Descendants or um, I mean, what's another movie that Disney's come out? I don't know. I don't have a kid, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, but I'm just saying it's it's not as fleshed out it's not as developed it's not as relatable it's well, we talked like, about that with heavyweights like it feels like there's no there's no edge there's no like cool in the factor there's right no, like it's just like oh this is just g-rated it, but pg just the sake of being pg it's not right like, there's actually anything like violent like this has like guns and yeah. smoke and smoking and yeah. you know all this other stuff and i think they're they're banking the on other ones like, are just P, like frozen is pg just because it has like one fart joke or something right. you know what i mean like it should be a g movie it should be for little little kids right but, but all in all, I love Holes. That's one of my favorite. It's a movies. great watch. Go rewatch it if you haven't seen it. Yeah. After we've already spoiled it, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun time. Your kids will like it, I think. With their, uh, I mean, I don't know, old like enough, you know, but. starting middle school or like in the middle or end. Yeah, of middle I think school. it's a fun time. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. If you got this far, if you want to see us, you know where we are on the internet, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. It's in the description. Spotify. Just, yep. Just click that, that up. Figure it all out. All I know is that I can fix that. <laughs> indeed thank you everybody for listening bye bye all right later